This is a special sports presentation from 101.9 AM 920 WLIV, Livingston's own. A lot of pride in the program. The ability's there. Each play matters. The goal's 15-0 here, knowing that we're going to be the most physical players on the football field. A lot of great coaches, a lot of great fan bases, a lot of great schools. Where Upper Cumberland legends are born and raised. They're doing things the right way on and off the field. Where traditions are passed down. They're doing it because they love the guy next to them. Where every Friday night, it's a race of champions. Expect to win. When you look at our team, you see a bunch of kids that play hard. It just boils down to the commitment to excellence that we have every day. This is Wildcats Nation. This is Wildcats Football on 101.9 AM 920 WLIV. From Tom Davis Memorial Stadium on the campus of Livingston Academy, it's Livingston Academy Football presented by Livingston Regional. Tonight, the Wildcats 0-1 will host the 1-0 will host 1-0 White's Creek. Good evening, I'm Colin Castleberry with David Ledbetter. And David, tonight, Livingston Academy still looking for win number one, not just on the season, but obviously over the last several seasons here at L.A. What's got to go different for the Wildcats tonight? Well, they got to eliminate penalties. Last week they had 11 penalties, um, three turnovers got to eliminate penalties and turnovers. You almost got to play. At this point, you've got to play almost a perfect game. Uh, got a tough opponent coming in. Got a lot of speed. Uh, should be fun. Should be a very, very fun game. And, of course, the big one here tonight, the fun story will be Brody Coffey, the starting quarterback in Brody Coffey, coming back here tonight after having to take last week off what does the addition of Brody Coffee mean to this Livingston Academy team? Well, he's your QB1. I mean, uh, you went through spring. He's been your starter now for three years. Um, and plus, you, you, you add the element that you get to put JQs and Carson Parrott back at their regular positions. And, you know, Brody's our QB1. Um, QB2 is out for seven, eight weeks. So you're down to three and four on your QB depth chart. And it's hard for anybody to win when you go that deep at quarterback. But just having your starter back, your team leader, uh, Brody has command of this offense. And it'd just be a different team we see out there tonight. Last week, the defense really able to play pretty well. Just a 9 nothing game held two very good running backs. Arguably, when it came push to shove in check in terms of scoring, what does the defense have to do tonight to continue that performance? Because, of course, we're going to give credit where credit is due last week. Those Trousdale County guys were just big, strong, fast. I don't anticipate seeing the same kind of running back tonight. No, those guys were north-south runners, straight downhill, a lot of power. We talked about it a lot during the game where we had them tackled in the backfield, but they would fall forward for two or three yards. I think tonight you're going to have a different type of back. You're going to have more speed. Uh, we've got to contain the edges, make them cut it up, and let the linebackers come in and, and clean up the mess. You and I talked about it. it. We are the only team, to my knowledge, across the Upper Cumberlands at this point who have continued to kick off at 7 p.m. That is actually, for those uh, curious, it's a White, White Creek request. White Creek actually uh, contacting L.A. saying they didn't want to delay the game. They were okay to play at 7 o'clock, didn't want to be going home later this evening. What kind of advantages or disadvantages do you think 
L.A. will have tonight, having to play at 7 p.m. with the heat index well above 95. Well, you got – depends on depth. You know, uh, Livingston Academy's got good depth. I don't know about White's Creek's depth, but uh, you, uh, nights like tonight with the heat as hot as it is, you're going to have cramps. Uh, you've got to have depth. You've got to have a player that can come in and give you a boost and, and, and just no, you know, drop off. Uh, from a starter or from a, a second-string guy. You've got to have third-string guys and fourth-string guys come in and, and and make plays for you. And, and depth will be a big key, especially the first half of this game when the sun's still out. It's it's Like you said, it's well above 90 right now. We'll have a weather forecast for you later. Tonight, it's L.A. and White's Creek. This is the Mountain Farm International Countdown to kick off. Powered by Mountain Farm International helping you take care of your piece of the Upper Cumberland. Mowing the front lawn, caring for your acres, Mountain Farm International. Online at mtnfarm.com. When you're sick, you want to be taken care of. I want my mommy. Livingston Family Healthcare isn't your mom, but they're the next best thing. They're putting family and care back into family healthcare. Livingston Family Healthcare, a team of family physicians who treat you like family. Primary healthcare to people of all ages. Livingston Family Healthcare is here, and they care. Livingston Family Healthcare, 403 East University Street. See what care is really about at Livingston Family Healthcare. What makes the difference at Casa Nueva? Everything, according to customers. Wow, the food was among the best Mexican food I've ever had. Good food, good service every time, recommend. Best food, best customer service around. Portions were huge, but so delicious, I had to finish it. No better, no fresher, no more authentic taste around. Casa Nueva in Livingston. Real, authentic, fresh. Mexican dishes cooked to order. Enjoy lunch or dinner at Casa Nueva, 840 Overton Plaza in Livingston. Casa Nueva. Maximizing your harvest requires a quality wheel rake. You need the Kuhn SR100 G2 Speed Rake Wheel Rake from Mountain Farm International, your Kuhn dealer in Crossville. The SR100 G2 helps more efficiently harvest a high-quality crop. A patent-pending window adjustment feature allows you to independently adjust the window width and raking width to best match specific crop and pickup needs. A built-in mechanical rake arm flotation slot provides superior terrain following. No need for hydraulic float. Stop by Mountain Farm International today. Every team loves to win, and the new management team at Frontier Chevrolet is ready to help your home team score. Whether you're ready to trade or you've been working on your credit score to purchase, find the best deal on your next vehicle and on-the-spot financing with the Frontier Chevrolet team. From financing to putting you behind the wheel of your newer pre-owned vehicle, all the bases are covered with Frontier, Tahoe, Silverado, or Equinox. The fleet is waiting at Frontier Chevrolet. Just off Highway 111 near Livingston, Frontier Chevrolet, your hometown team. Head football coach William Darnell. Uh, coach Darnell, obviously the season upon us. What went so well for your team last week in a thirty-six to six win over uh, Memphis Wooddale? Oh man, a lot, a lot of things went well. <laughs> obviously, seeing the score, but uh, our offense was able to put up points. Uh, had a slow start at the beginning, but they were able to to get, get in sync and start putting up points later on in the ball game. Our defense played really sound um, against um, against Wooddale's um, offense, so I was, I was very proud of them. Uh, all hats goes out to Wooddale. They got a very talented team, um, but 
But uh, guys, guys played well uh, on last Friday, and very proud of them. What did your defense do very well to hold them to just six points? Uh, we did good against their their rushing attack. Uh, they got some good good talented backs and and a good quarterback as well. Um, but, but our guys were able to uh, just uh, make make plays when they needed to, um, which is uh, I think we held them for uh, less than a hundred yards uh, total offense. So um, that that hat goes off to all my my run stoppers on that defense. This week, obviously a bit of a test. You go uh, on the road again, but come over here to the Mid-State to take on Livingston Academy. Uh, what have you seen from L.A. on film that you think is going to be a challenge for you guys that you'll have to try to, to take advantage of or counter? Um, Livingston Academy looks, looks, very, looks like a very good team, uh, well-coached um, as well. Looks like it got some good size on that line. It's going to probably give us some problems. Um, so we'll have to make sure that, that our line is, is, is very, uh, very disciplined, um, and plays fast, um, just to counter that size that they do have. How do you take take advantage of, or, or just counter that size? What strategically can you guys do if you're a bit smaller, but maybe a bit faster? Um, definitely it's about, about technique. Technique comes, comes into play and being disciplined. Um, if you if you don't have that size, and you got to do a lot of things right the right way um, with great effort, so that those are things we've been focusing on this week. What's been your focus this week? Uh, dealing with kind of some weather across the state, everybody dealing with uh, the heat. How have you guys been able to still get preparations in while sticking to TWSWA guidelines? Oh yeah, definitely. It's it definitely been uh, uh, been hard on us this week. That's, that's all the way across the state. Uh, with these high temperatures, but you know we got to err on the on the on the side of safety with our kids, and that's that's first and foremost. So uh, we've we've been practicing inside, uh, which is definitely not ideal uh, for the sport of football. But uh, you know we just try, try to do what we can um, inside each and every day, um, and we uh, try our best just to get more mental reps uh, with the kids, uh, just because we're inside and can't do as much outside. Um, so that's really how we've been trying to attack this week going forward. You guys start on one heck of a uh, away game stretch here, several uh, in a row. What is your away game strategy? What is the the Coach Darnell road trip strategy? Oh, <laughs> uh, not not sure if I have one. To be honest with you, uh, I just really want the guys to be focused. Um, you know, you you like last week we went all the way to Memphis. Um, so I was a little curious to see how we were going to respond, um, in Memphis, but the, the guys did great. They were focused all the way down. Um, they knew what we, what we came to Memphis to do. Um, so, uh, Livingston is, is a, is a long trip as well. So, um, just making sure our guys are focused on the way down, um, uh, and, and make sure that we try to stay in, in our best routine, you know, as normal. Um, for for our guys, you know, we got to adjust our times and things like that, just because we have to leave a little earlier um, than than normal. Um, but just trying to get them, keep them as close to the routine as possible, and just keep their minds in it um, throughout the travel. White's Creek head coach William Darnell, Coach Darnell, thanks for taking a few minutes out of your afternoon here to talk to me, and looking forward to a good one on Friday night. Yes, sir. Thank you. I appreciate the opportunity. UC Sports Nation. Covering the frontier of games across the region. UC Sports Nation tonight. Powered by Frontier Chevrolet. 
find the best deal on your next vehicle and on-the-spot financing with the Frontier Chevrolet team. Highway 111, just outside Livingston. I'm Jake Wallman. White County and Warren County both started 1-0 on the season. Now the Warriors go on the road again. Head coach Curtis Beatty knows his defense will be in for another challenge with the Pioneers. Well, they're, they're really big up front. They've, they've got a really good quarterback. He moves really well. Gets them out of trouble sometimes. Uh, he's got they got two or three different running backs with the, the wing tee that they run. When they, they can spread it out, they're not just a wing tee team anymore. They'll get out and spread, and they've got multiple receivers he can throw to. They're, just, they're a lot more dynamic than uh, we're used to seeing at Warren County. Warren County put up 34 points last week against DeKalb County. Monterey started 1-0 despite head coach Scott Hughes feeling they were not where they needed to be. This week the competition ramps up with Rockwood and coach Hughes is well aware. They're going to be wing tee. They're going to come right at you. Uh, fullback is a hard-nosed young man. Great, great player on both sides of the football. Um, they got some speed out on the edges. Not, not very big uh, in stature, but man, they can fly. Rockwood was 6-5 and five last season and made the playoffs but lost several pieces. Head coach Sean Loftus and the Blue Devils edged out a win in Kentucky last week. Now they begin the home campaign hosting Sale Creek. Loftus hopes his team's resiliency continues. For as young as in, in, and inexperienced as we are, you, you learn to appreciate those, those things a lot better uh, or a lot more and stuff like that. It's not always about how you play sometimes. You know, sometimes you can play well and get beat, but as long as you get the W, you know, we can, we can always fix us on, uh, on Monday. Sale Creek also started 1-0 last week. Pickett County takes on Sunbright. Upperman looks to continue momentum from a revenge win over Fayetteville, hosting Lebanon. Head coach Adam Kane said to do that, they must. First of all, just kind of acclimate your team to the, you know, the speed of the game. Um, you know, in, in order to do that, you can't be sitting on your heels. You know, we, we've got a um, a lot of kids that have played a lot of ball that play for us, so I, I don't think that will be a, a huge problem. The Bees have started 2-0 or better the last two years. Your academy comes over from Memphis to visit the Cookville Cavaliers. Cavs head coach Taylor Hennigan said his team is looking back at last week's film to prepare for this week. You know, I think just the importance and the understanding of big picture, if we don't turn the ball over and we punt the football, just the chances and the odds of, of us getting off the field defensively um, increased dramatically. Cavs quarterback Blake Owen accounted for 200 yards of offense last week and two touchdowns. Clay County Bulldogs licking their wounds after the 26 0 loss at York. Bruce Lamb was clear that this week it is all about the Bulldogs. Uh, you know, I just look for them to uh, just get better, you know, and, and we've done that in the you know, first little bit already. You know, we've gotten better from what we were last past Friday night. And we'll keep continue to get better, just continue to improve each week and, and see where we are at the end of the season. Clay County had five turnovers last week. DeKalb County and head coach Steve Trapp went up 14-0 last week before losing 34-27. Coach Trapp said his team knows how to put it behind them. Well, I mean, it's just part of our program, part of what we talk about from day one. It's just, you know, good or bad or whatever it may be, you just got to you know focus in and, and do your next chore. Starting tailback Malachi Trapp was injured last week against Warren County. Cumberland County looks to increase the offensive production as they go on the road this week to Bledsoe County. The Jets scored just 10 points last week in a win. Bledsoe is at 0-1. Already underway, Stone Memorial is in Sweetwater taking on the Wildcats. 
Tomorrow, York Institute hosts Grace Christian out of Knoxville as the Dragons are looking to move to 2-0 on the year. Scores throughout the night and a full wrap-up tomorrow morning at 9 o'clock. The High School Playbook on Rock 93.7. For Around UC Sports Nation tonight, I'm Jake Wallman. Be well, live well. That's why we're here at Livingston Regional Hospital. For you, for your family. From the high school star to the everyday walker, when pain strikes, trust the Rowe Rehab Center at Livingston Regional Hospital. Improving your strength, helping you regain mobility, getting rid of the pain. It's about your health. Be well, live well. The Rowe Rehab Center at Livingston Regional Hospital with top class physicians who specialize in rehab medicine. Part of the Livingston Regional family, the best trained, caring pros to serve you. I was just backing out of a parking spot. And so was the car behind me. It doesn't matter how you got it, just know that it can be fixed. At Maynard Collision Center, they give a lifetime warranty on all their work. How was I supposed to know a pole was there? Service on makes and models, no appointment is necessary, and an iCar certified shop. Maynard Collision Center, welcome to Stress-Free Collision Repair on Main Street in Livingston. Proud sponsor of Livingston Sports. With U.S. Cellular, it's just $19.99 per line for one, two, or three lines. So you don't need that robot daughter you built to get a fourth line for family plan pricing. Oh, Robe Elizabeth? She's not going to like that. The robots will prevail. Oh, boy. Get the low rate of $19.99 per line. U.S. Cellular, built for us. Terms apply. Visit uscellular.com for details. U.S. Cellular values human connection with fewer distractions. U.S. Cellular, built for us. Visit your U.S. Cellular authorized agent in Salina, Main Street in Livingston. Your dream recreational vehicle is waiting at Norris Supercycle. Whether it's an ATV, a UTV, or a bike, Norris Supercycle has it. Their extensive selection features used models from top brands like Polaris, Bobcat, and Suzuki. Dreaming of a yard cut with pride and precision? Norris is ready to help with Bobcat zero-turn mowers and more. Start your journey online at NorrisSupercycle.net or visit the showroom in Rickman between Cookville and Livingston on Highway 111. Norris Supercycle, a guaranteed good time. Work or play, NorrisSupercycle.net. Back on 101.9 AM 920 WLIV. Last week, Livingston Academy had to attempt to win without their starting quarterback. They get Brody Coffee back this week. We catch up with the man who has waited two weeks for this moment in his senior year. The One Bank, One to Watch. One Bank, helping families reach their goals for more than 120 years. One Bank, member FDIC. Uh, how tough was it last week to watch your team go out there and compete and not be able to go out there and strap up with them? Uh, I mean, it was difficult. I mean... Uh, that night, I went and actually watched Warren County and DeKalb just to see a different team. But I also sat there on my phone and watched our game, and it was it was rough watching it because I mean, I mean, you could think that you can go out there and change a game, but really, it's just about being out there and having fun with your friends. And it was just tough not being able to be out there with them. Speaking of changing a game, obviously back and you know hopefully better than ever. But what do you think will look different? this week with you back out there up in the uniform? I think – I honestly think defensively against Trousdale, really done pretty good against them. I think we uh, lacked confidence on the offensive side, and I think we'll definitely gain that back with being healthier for this next game and bringing you know, me back as starting quarterback. I think I can lead them and have more confidence uh, in drives and be able to capitalize on them. 
no doubt you've at, you've been able to be around the team throughout the offseason. What is the addition of a guy like Daniel Bilbrey meant to you as the starting quarterback, having a, a weapon with that kind of speed on the outside? It's definitely huge. And I've told people uh, it's our first year playing football together, but the chemistry from basketball is just – came over to football, and I think it sticks, and it just shows that, I mean, he's needed to play for a while now, but it's it's definitely a huge addition to the team. On the opposite side, you talked about the defense last week. You hope that continues this week. What kind of weapon can the defense be for a quarterback? I think they this, this week they can put me in good spots and uh, give me a lot of opportunities on the offensive side to uh, get a good lead up at the start and really just shut down this team. Starting quarterback bringing coffee for the Livingston Academy Wildcats. Coming up soon, it's White's Creek here at L.A. Hello, I'm Jake Wallman, and this week's L.A. Living Legend is Matt Eldridge. Matt played tight end for Livingston Academy and in 1981 had 1,000 yards receiving. He also coached the Wildcats to the school's first state championship in football in 2005. Matt has memories of he and his brother growing up as fans of the sport, like many kids, but playing the game of organized football, it took a little bit longer than that. As a freshman was my first year playing football. Me, my twin brother came up, and, and we were on the Levis Academy football team, joined and played that. That was my first memory of actually getting to play. We were always fans. We watched on Saturday and Sunday, you know, and we knew of people that had played at the high school that had gone on to play college ball. So, you know, we, we knew of it that way. Growing up, like any other kid that follows the sport of football, he had his heroes, but they weren't heroes that he could only watch on television. It was even better. They were heroes that were in Matt's own backyard, people that he could go out and watch week after week. So I knew that had played, and, you know, you as a kid and you're an athlete, you, you hope that you get to play at another level, you know, of course, I, I locally, somewhat locally, I mean, we had two individuals about seven or eight years older than me. I remember they got to play at Livingston Academy, and they went on to Tennessee Tech and played, and that was Jimmy Maynard and Mark Ogletree. They both did that. And even another player at Tennessee Tech who got to play in a professional with the Rams, which was a big fan of, was Jim Youngblood. Some positions are a given. Players that are a natural fit to play at that spot. And some positions are assigned. Matt was assigned to play tight end, a position that would complement him as time went. So I just tried to play, and, you know, at that time, as a freshman, I think the head coach was Don Farley, and he'd had some good years in Livingston. But a tight end, you just basically blocked. You didn't catch many passes. But, it, you know, I just played whatever they put us in. That's what you did. After Matt's first two years in high school, new coach Howard Cochran arrived in Livingston to be the next head man of the Wildcats. Cochran had mostly a ground attack. It was a game at BGA in 1980 that changed how the Livingston offense operated. We had gone down and played at BGA, Battleground Academy. I don't think we ran the ball very well, so we threw it a lot and actually upset them in that game. And I, you know, To me, that was very made us recognize what we could do. I think I'd caught nine passes that game. I think we were developing our identity even early on in that year because we weren't just a running team. We were a passing team also. After playing at the next level and starting a coaching career, an opportunity arrived. The Wildcats were looking for a new head coach. Eldridge saw the stars aligning and stepped to the plate as the next head man to roam the sidelines in Livingston. And at that point, yeah, I wanted to come in and still try to have good years. I mean, because you don't want it to go down. Sometimes that pressure's hard when when it's not. You're having to maintain. 
everybody's going to have just a little bit of different style. I mean, when Coach Melton was there, he had a little different style than Danny. Danny had a different style than he, and I'll have just a little different style than what Danny did and so on. Success would follow in his time at L.A. The Wildcats only saw one season where they finished with more losses than wins with multiple playoff appearances. It was only a matter of time before they won it all. 2005 was a bit of a turbulent year, but the Wildcats made the playoffs at 5-5, five and five, and then the magic happened. Three wins in a row by less than a touchdown, two of them coming over district opponents the team suffered a loss to earlier in the season. The Stars were aligning again, and now the confidence of getting past the quarterfinals was gained. Well, I mean, uh, we knew we had some talent, you know, and we knew we had a chance to have a good team. Of course, they moved us to a new region, probably the toughest region in the state. Each of those games we played in that we had a loss, I mean, we were, I think, within seven points of at least four of us, maybe all five. It's not like we were doing anything really wrong, so we just tried to be very consistent in what we did. We went into playoffs that year, and we told them, we said, listen, all we're worrying about this game. We're not looking past this game. We're looking at this game only. You know, we'll worry about the next game when it gets here. And that next game just kept coming and coming and coming. And then we won the state championship. Coach Matt Eldridge and the 2005 Livingston Academy Wildcats finished 10-5 and with a 28-13 win over David Lipscomb in the state championship game. Overton County and Livingston Academy, a town, a county, a school where legends are larger than life. Thank you to this week's living legend, a thousand yard receiver in 1981 and head football coach from 1996 to 2005, Matt Eldridge. To hear the full interview, please visit ucsportsnation.com. For this week's LA Living Legend, I'm Jake Wallman. When it comes to plastic surgery, like a tummy tuck, Botox, liposuction, or other confidence-boosting procedure, Nelson Aesthetics is a team of highly skilled professionals offering the latest services. At Nelson Aesthetics, they believe that beauty is not just skin deep. It's about feeling confident and comfortable in your own skin. Check out customer testimonials and before and after pictures at nelsonaesthetics.com. The work speaks for itself at Nelson. Kids are headed back to school, and your internet needs to be able to keep up with everything this year has to offer. Twin Lakes Gig Speed Internet is fast, reliable, and ready to handle the busy school year. With speeds up to 10 gig, they'll help you find the perfect speed for your busy family. Upgrade to Twin Lakes Internet today. Call 800-644-8582, 800-644-8582, or visit online at TwinLakes.net. When it comes to the important things in life, you want to work with someone you know. So what's more important than your health, your family's well-being? When you work with R&M Family Pharmacy, it's like having a member of your family on your medical team. The pharmacists at R&M Family Pharmacy are happy to answer questions. Just Overton County neighbors looking out for your health. Trust R&M Family Pharmacy, 1970 Bradford Hicks Drive. Consider them a part of your family because they care. Maximizing your harvest requires a quality wheel rake. You need the Kuhn SR100 G2 Speed Rake Wheel Rake from Mountain Farm International, your Kuhn dealer in Crossville. The SR100 G2 helps more efficiently harvest a high-quality crop. A patent-pending window adjustment feature allows you to independently adjust the window width and raking width to best match specific crop and pickup needs. A built-in mechanical rake arm flotation slot provides superior terrain following. No need for hydraulic float. Stop by Mountain Farm International today.
counting down to Livingston and White's Creek at the top of the hour. This is the Mountain Farm International Countdown to Kickoff. Wildcats volleyball moved to 4-0 on the season with wins over Gordonsville and Upperman Monday and Tuesday of this week, respectively. Senior Kenley Webb said that the Gordonsville game was not their best, but that the game against Upperman might be one of the better games they've played early on in the season. Last night, they defeated Cumberland County on the road to move to 5-0, and they look to move to 6-0 tonight as the volleyball team is underway with White County here at L.A. Wildcats girls soccer stands 2-1-2 after defeating Watertown 9-0 last night on the road. Head coach Heather Marshall feels like her team's record is not indicative of how good they can be. Yeah, so, I mean, our record might not reflect the progress that we've had in these first couple games, and I'm okay with that. We've not had an easy game, um, but we've played some fierce teams, and we've, we've handled them well. Um, I'm, I'm proud of what we've done so far, and I look forward to what's to come. Tomorrow, Cross Country will be on the road for a meet at Macon County. Then next week is jam-packed early. Volleyball will travel to Smith County Monday evening and Stone Memorial Tuesday, while the girls' soccer team Tuesday takes a trip up Highway 111 to Sparta to face the Warriorettes. Wide receiver Daniel Bilbrey, as we inch closer to kickoff between White's Creek and Livingston Academy, uh, Bilbrey, Everybody's made a big deal out of first year coming out playing football. You've obviously played other sports here at L.A., but what brought you out for football this year in your senior season? Um, definitely a lot of my friends, they've been urging me to play football for a while, and I've kind of always wanted to, but I've never really took the step to get into it and actually learn how to play. But I finally took that step and able to play this year. The chemistry with, obviously, your starting quarterback has been made a big deal out of because you guys have basketball together as well. Is that something you noticed early on that you guys already kind of had a connection? Oh, yeah, definitely, because uh, on the basketball court, we do have a lot of chemistry, and I didn't really know if it would transfer over to football, but, I mean, it transferred over perfect. What's your favorite part of football this year? We've seen you do a little bit of wide receiver. We've seen you take jet sweeps, return kicks. Uh, play a little bit of defense. Is it, what's your favorite part so far? I like I like catching balls, but I also like uh, receiving kicks quite a bit too. It's kind of scary at first, but it's fun if you get a little opening and just keep going. That's that's probably one of my favorite parts about football. Where does your speed come from? Because it's certainly your biggest weapon. I honestly don't know. I mean, my dad was fast when he was a kid, is what he says. I don't know if it's true or not, but he says he was, and he says I got it from him. But who knows, really? All right, Bilbrey, last week you obviously made a pretty big play. Despite a loss, you went up on a 30-plus yarder, high-pointed the ball, came down with it. What did that? What was that feeling like, and what can we look forward to in, in that regard tonight? Uh, it was definitely it was, <laughs> it was definitely a high intense. I was pretty nervous, honestly, getting out of the hook because I knew, I knew the ball was coming to me most likely. I knew I had to make a play. And I think how it transfers over tonight, I just got to keep that same confidence and be able to get in there and – do the same thing. Daniel Bilbrey ahead tonight of White's Creek and Livingston Academy on 101.9 AM 920 WLIV. I am Peyton Garrett, physical therapist at the Physical Medicine Center. Our goal is to get you back to work, back to play, and back to life. And I'm Jay Hewitt, physical therapist, and I know therapy can be tough. 
and the process can truly be hard at times. But we will be there with you through it all and celebrate with you when goals are met. Want to get back to playing the sports you love or just doing your everyday home activities? We can help. The Physical Medicine Center of the Cumberlands, located on the bypass in Livingston. What matters is you and you living your best life. I was just backing out of a parking spot. And so was the car behind me. It doesn't matter how you got it, just know that it can be fixed. At Maynard Collision Center, they give a lifetime warranty on all their work. How was I supposed to know a pole was there? Service on makes and models, no appointment is necessary, and an iCar certified shop. Maynard Collision Center, welcome to stress-free collision repair. On Main Street in Livingston, proud sponsor of Livingston Sports. When's the last time you had some really good barbecue? Yeah, I know. You've been missing it. Juicy, mouth-watering barbecue. Sauce that excites. Homemade taste. Maybe a little bit under your fingernails. Livingston's 1806 Barbecue. On the square. Sliced pork that's been slow-smoked with that 1806 sauce. A loaded baked potato. Piled high with pulled pork, butter, and cheese. 1806 Barbecue. On the square in downtown Livingston. Be ready to leave with a full belly. Mark your calendar and join UCEMC for their 85th annual meeting Saturday, September 9th at Catessa Farms. Come enjoy great door prizes and a sit-down meal. Registration begins at 9 a.m. Business meeting begins at 10 a.m. It's your electric membership co-op. Let your voice be heard. UCEMC's annual meeting Saturday, September 9th at Catessa Farms, 780 Dixon Springs Highway in Riddleton. A delicious meal, great door prizes for registered members, and insight into your co-op. UCEMC. MC. Coming up on kickoff, White's Creek visiting Livingston Academy, and we're here with head coach Matt Hauser. Uh, coach, you were able to get your quarterback back uh, this week. A couple other guys as well able to trickle their way back in. Uh, how much is that, do you think, going to help you guys out tonight, getting several of those guys back? Well, I think it gives our guys just – a confidence boost um, having Brody back at quarterback but also having a multitude of other guys that uh, have played a lot of different positions we were missing three or four starters on offense last week as well as um, some keys on the defensive line some keys on defensive backfield uh, so having all of those guys back seven or eight guys back this week just creates a, a lot better depth issues and um, you know I'm excited to get out there and just see how they run around and see how they acclimate you also mentioned to me that uh, you guys, looking at them on film, they're a little thinner, they're quick, they're fast, but maybe not necessarily as big, strong. How can you guys take advantage physically tonight? Well, I think you always go into a game wanting to be the most physical team. <clears throat> Typically in football, whoever plays the most physical wins. Um, and so you can, you can use athletes and you can get guys in space and you can do a lot of those things, but from a physicality standpoint, you control the line of scrimmage you give yourself a shot. So we're, we're going to try to come out and do some things in the run game and create a run game, um, hopefully more successful than, than last week, but also throw the ball around. And then defensively, you know, just run well to the ball, tackle with an attitude and, um, you know, use that physicality. And, and we build on what we did last week at the end of the game and kind of push that into this week. Yeah, how encouraging was it last week being without Braden Coffee to still see your running game have some success that you weren't able to have necessarily in the, quote, preseason? 
Uh, it was good. I mean, we we weren't as successful as we wanted to be. Um, we missed some things on film that we showed the kids. Uh, you know, some some runs that we may have left two or three or four or five or six yards. And as the game goes on, those those gains become bigger and bigger. But we missed some of those early, and we missed a couple late in the game. Um, <clears throat> without a passing game, uh, not that Carson didn't do a good job last week, but you know he's he didn't play there in the preseason, so without that passing game. You know, we had to rely heavily on the run game, and they knew that, and they stacked the box, made it a lot more difficult for us to run. But I was proud of the guys and how they responded to that. And, um, you know, when you put it all together, it makes for a different offense. Hopefully you'll see that tonight. How was practice this week dealing with the weather? Something you and me talked about a couple days ago as well in the Wildcats' den. But uh, now that we've got it in the rear view, getting ready for kickoff here tonight, uh, you know, how did you how'd practice go this week? How are you feeling? <clears throat> so we were only able to go – helmets and shoulder pads one day this week uh, due to the heat and due to the heat policies and restrictions. Um, we were able to get in helmets, you know, a couple days and spent some time inside, spent some time outside to try to, you know, make sure that we can get as much as we need to. So, you know, <clears throat> every team in the state had to deal with the same issues. Um, we didn't have the luxury of going late at night. We had to practice after school. So we made the most of it. I think our guys are prepared and we're ready to go. Head coach Madden Hauser, moments away from kickoff here with White's Creek at Livingston Academy. When you're sick, you want to be taken care of. I want my mommy. Livingston Family Healthcare isn't your mom, but they're the next best thing. They're putting family and care back into family healthcare. Livingston Family Healthcare, a team of family physicians who treat you like family. Primary healthcare to people of all ages. Livingston Family Healthcare is here, and they care. Livingston Family Healthcare, 403 East University Street. See what care is really about at Livingston Family Healthcare. Maximizing your harvest requires a quality wheel rake. You need the Kuhn SR100 G2 Speed Rake Wheel Rake from Mountain Farm International, your Kuhn dealer in Crossville. The SR100 G2 helps more efficiently harvest a high-quality crop. A patent-pending window adjustment feature allows you to independently adjust the window width and raking width to best match specific crop and pickup needs. A built-in mechanical rake arm flotation slot provides superior terrain following. No need for hydraulic float. Stop by Mountain Farm International today. When's the last time you had some really good barbecue? Yeah, I know. You've been missing it. Juicy, mouth-watering barbecue. Sauce that excites. Homemade taste. Maybe a little bit under your fingernails. Livingston's 1806 Barbecue. On the square. Sliced pork that's been slow-smoked with that 1806 sauce. A loaded baked potato. Piled high with pulled pork, butter, and cheese. 1806 Barbecue. On the square in downtown Livingston. Be ready to leave with a full belly. It's game time. Is a sports injury holding you back? Tier 1 Orthopedics and Neurosurgical Institute provides state-of-the-art care close to home. Board-certified sports medicine physicians to get you back in action. Don't let that shoulder or knee injury keep you on the sidelines. Tier 1 will find and correct the source of your pain, getting you back to the field, court, or golf course. Stop the game and make the call. 526-9518. Tier 1 Orthopedics. Tier 1 Urgent Care. Visit T1Institute.com. Alex Van Buren, quarterback, Warren County High School. Alex, what's your favorite memory from the last three years? Uh, I would have to say probably uh, commitment camp last year, uh, first days of camp. Uh, those were some really good memories, just uh, hanging out with uh, a lot of friends and uh, obviously playing football. What's the, what's the best part of these kind of these July days, the camps, the early mornings, just getting to be with the fellas? 
Uh, well, first off, I'm gonna just talk about how uh, it's actually it's pretty rough because you know seven o'clock in the morning. We're not used to that summer, but uh, it's it's fun um, getting to know the stuff, know the know our offense, know our defense, uh, get ready for official practice. We heard coach kind of before we got started here talking about this year's group could be the group that kind of starts the success for this Warren County program. What gives you the confidence that this year's group can be the group to really start? Uh, a whole successful program going forward because I feel as a, a lot of us uh, we've bought in uh, obviously in the past we've had teams we've had Nate Nate Elrod and Braley Grayson but I feel like everybody's bought in this year I feel like everybody is working towards the same goal and we're not individualized as, as we have been in the past what is your goal and what do you think this team's goal is this year if you could accomplish one thing what would it be make the playoffs for one then 500 and then build up from there what's next for alex van buren you got a whole senior year in front of you but what comes afterwards well, what comes afterwards basketball and baseball but hopefully <laughs> hopefully we're gonna uh we're gonna make it to the next level when you're sick you want to be taken care of i want my mommy livingston family health care isn't your mom but they're the next best thing they're putting family and care back into family health care. Livingston Family Health Care, a team of family physicians who treat you like family. Primary health care to people of all ages. Livingston Family Health Care is here, and they care. Livingston Family Health Care, 403 East University Street. See what care is really about at Livingston Family Health Care. What makes the difference at Casa Nueva? Everything, according to customers. Wow, the food was among the best Mexican food I've ever had. Good food, good service every time recommend best food best customer service around portions were huge but so delicious i had to finish it no better no fresher no more authentic taste around casa nueva in livingston real authentic fresh mexican dishes cooked to order enjoy lunch or dinner at casa nueva 840 overton plaza in livingston casa nueva Maximizing your harvest requires a quality wheel rake. You need the Kuhn SR100 G2 Speed Rake Wheel Rake from Mountain Farm International, your Kuhn dealer in Crossville. The SR100 G2 helps more efficiently harvest a high-quality crop. A patent-pending window adjustment feature allows you to independently adjust the window width and raking width to best match specific crop and pickup needs. A built-in mechanical rake arm flotation slot provides superior terrain following. No need for hydraulic float. Stop by Mountain Farm International today. Every team loves to win, and the new management team at Frontier Chevrolet is ready to help your home team score. Whether you're ready to trade or you've been working on your credit score to purchase, find the best deal on your next vehicle and on-the-spot financing with the Frontier Chevrolet team. From financing to putting you behind the wheel of your newer pre-owned vehicle, all the bases are covered with Frontier, Tahoe, Silverado, or Equinox. The fleet is waiting at Frontier Chevrolet. Just off Highway 111 near Livingston, Frontier Chevrolet, your hometown team. next Titans game approaches, we look at the storylines ahead. It's Titans Preview with game day host Rhett Bryan and Titans Radio's head coach Dave McGinnis. The Titans wrap up the 2023 preseason tonight at Nissan Stadium against the New England Patriots. Titans coming off of a win in week two on the road at Minnesota as coach Dave McGinnis joins me now for this edition of Titans Preview. Your takeaways from how Coach Mike Vrabel 
operated this preseason and this training camp in some different ways than previous years? Well, he was right on mark with what he wanted to do. And, and clearly there were some things. Any good head coach in this league has got to be able to adjust on the run, Rhett. Uh, he was able to do that. You know, as a, as a former head coach, I can tell you, you really plan these things out, you know, very, very down to the intricate details. But you have to be willing to adjust if things change. Case in point, New England was supposed to come in here to be able to work out against us for the second uh, joint practice. They were not able to. They canceled. So Mike Vrabel, instead of worrying about something being canceled, he, he pivoted to, a, to an inter-squad blue-white scrimmage that he got so much out of. But just seamless, seamless movement is, is, what, is what he's about. And so everything seems so well planned out. And if there is anything that changes – what your original plan was, he he jumps on it immediately and just smooths it out and moves forward. I think it's been a very seamless camp. It, it's been a it's been a relatively healthy camp, and it's been a very productive camp to this point. And Mac, this speaks to what you talk about every season that Mike Vrabel has been here is his ability to work off schedule. He seems to be kind of a master at that. Well, he gets it. He just gets the league. Uh, from top to bottom and even more than the O's and the X's of football. He gets he gets the league. I mean, he, he's one of the, the, the biggest contributing factors in the competition committee. He understands players because he was one at a, at, a, at a high, high level. He understands how an organization works. He's a wonderful people person. He, he, he knows how to incorporate everybody. The, the things that, that you have to do as a head coach, even much more than just, just what the, the fundamental parts of football are, because it's a massive, massive job. I've been a head coach. You're you're in charge of a lot of people in a lot of different areas. But Mike Vrabel, the best thing phrase I can use, Rhett, he gets it. He gets this league and what it takes to operate in it from top to bottom. All right. And and some of the names that both you and Mike have called on Titans Radio and, and what we've observed. Give me, give me some names of guys that have stood out to you in this not only training camp, but but in the preseason as well. Well, Ty J. Spears, you know, jumps to mind if you're talking about new players, you know, new new people that that we're looking at. You know, we haven't seen enough of Will Levis yet, but Ty J. Spears has been a uh, has been a, a a wonderful addition to this football team. And to give you major props, this was one of your favorite guys when we vet over 300 players going into the draft for Titans Radio. You've always had your eye on him, and he's not disappointed anybody, you know, whatsoever. Caleb Murphy is another guy that has stepped up from fair. Ferris State. You know, I don't care whether you're from Ferris State, Ferris Wheel State, Carousel State. I don't care where you're from. If you're able to come in and get to the quarterback, you're going to open some eyes. And and he's been able to do that. Colton Dow, uh, you know, the seventh round draft pick from Tennessee Martin. He needs to stay healthy so that because he's got some some really intrinsic physical ability with speed but he needs to be uh, stay healthy so that he can show that and demonstrate that and so it's been a very interesting camp to look at to watch I think some of the new people that Rand Carthon has brought in especially Aziz Alshir we have not seen him in preseason games but on the practice field he stands out every day to me and then the thing that I really like is the fact that we've been able to keep and let's knock on wood here our secondary healthy because those starting five in there are a pretty good unit all right, and I'm glad you brought up Aziz Alshire in this because in a lot of the offseason moves that they made in bringing guys here, there are guys that have top-level experience but maybe have not necessarily proven themselves as the guy. Arden Key is one that comes to mind. Aziz Alshire is another. So I ask you this. 
who is someone who will make this roster who you're looking for a, a big step forward and think they'll do that in 2023 for the Titans? You're talking about somebody that's brand new or are you talking about somebody that's been here? Both. Christian Fulton. I think this is a big year for him. Even I mean, this is a this is a contract year for him, and 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 last year it was a is a it was an issue with him, you know, being able to be available, you know, for for a, a duration of a season. He has come back, has changed his body, has transformed his body, and uh, he looks like a starting corner now. But he's available constantly now in practice. Also, Rashad Weaver. Rashad Weaver completely reformed his body from last year. He's always been a speed to power guy. He's always been a high effort guy, but he he got married to the iron as I like to say, in the offseason with Frank Perino. And so now he's got an NFL body to go along with that effort. All right. So the difficult part comes after tonight's game of cuts. It's inevitable. inevitable. It happens every season. Two-parter on this one. One is because the idea is that your your cuts are the more difficult they are the more better your your roster already is in terms of who you know is going to be there and who is fighting for just a handful of jobs so do you think that this is a little harder year for them to make cuts on this outside of the norm of you know giving that information to a player and saying hey look we're going to put you on a practice squad or we wish you well and then the other part is for the first time ever, they're making one cut league-wide and what uh, head coach Mike Vrabel and general manager Rand Carthon have to navigate in trying to maybe find someone that is released from somewhere else in order to fill out the back end of this roster. Well, their personnel department has already been navigating this, and you're right. This is the first year in the league that there's been one massive cut at the end of the preseason. Used to be you would make two cuts before the end of the preseason, so now your numbers are going to be huge out there. So they have already been all all of this preseason. They have been navigating what is going on around the league. I've done this for 38 years, 31 years as a coach. It's always hard to make cuts. It's always hard because guys that you have here have given you everything they've gotten for all this time, you know, from the spring on to this time. And cuts are always hard. And and you have to make those decisions. A lot of times you let guys go that you would like to keep, but because of the position, the position availability, because of what your needs may be. And then you're always taking a major chance when you release somebody that you'd like to call back. If you expose them to waivers, and they're claimed by a team that wants to put them on their 53, well, then, you know, that player's not yours anymore. And so it's it's a very, very concentrated time. It's a gut-wrenching time for for coaches and personnel people because these are decisions that that are important not only to your club but also to the the career of these young players or any players. The other thing that that happens, though, is, Rhett, and and so that our, our, our listeners understand, this final 53 is not going to be the final 53 for the end of the season because, you know, the final 53 to the first week, uh, there's a lot of caveats that come with it. If you've got a veteran player that's close to a young player, you might keep the young player because if you keep a veteran player from week one, that that contract is guaranteed for the entire year. If you pick them up after week two, then it's it's a week-to-week contract. That that makes a huge, huge difference. And plus, you're always always trying, as I say, Rhett, to chum the bottom of the roster. So a, a roster is a fluid thing in the National Football League. So join that man right there, 
Coach Dave McGinnis, our head coach of Titans Radio and the voice of the Titans, Mike Keith, as they call the final preseason game of 2023. Tonight at Nissan Stadium, it's the Titans and the New England Patriots. Before we queue up the regular season two weeks from Sunday in New Orleans, September the 10th against the New Orleans Saints. You can hear all of that action and all of the great programming that Titans Radio has to offer, including the Mike Vrabel Show Mondays at 6 o'clock Central, right here on this great Titans Radio station. For Coach Dave McGinnis, I'm Red Bryan. Thanks for listening to Titans Preview. The Mountain Farm International Countdown to Kickoff. Presented by Mountain Farm International. 339 Interchange Drive, Crossville. Serving the entire Upper Cumberland. Not just tractors. Not just for farmers. They are for everyone. Maximizing your harvest requires a quality wheel rake. You need the Kuhn SR100 G2 Speed Rake Wheel Rake from Mountain Farm International, your Kuhn dealer in Crossville. The SR100 G2 helps more efficiently harvest a high-quality crop. A patent-pending window adjustment feature allows you to independently adjust the window width and raking width to best match specific crop and pickup needs. A built-in mechanical rake arm flotation slot provides superior terrain following. No need for hydraulic float. Stop by Mountain Farm International today. When it comes to the important things in life, you want to work with someone you know. So what's more important than your health, your family's well-being? When you work with R&M Family Pharmacy, it's like having a member of your family on your medical team. The pharmacists at R&M Family Pharmacy are happy to answer questions. Just Overton County neighbors looking out for your health. Trust R&M Family Pharmacy, 1970 Bradford Hicks Drive. Consider them a part of your family because they care. With U.S. Cellular, it's just $19.99 per line for one, two, or three lines. So you don't need that robot daughter you built to get a fourth line for family plan pricing. Oh, Robe Elizabeth? She's not going to like that. The robots will prevail. Oh, boy. Get the low rate of $19.99 per line. U.S. Cellular, built for us. Terms apply. Visit uscellular.com for details. U.S. Cellular values human connection with fewer distractions. U.S. Cellular, built for us. Visit your U.S. Cellular authorized agent in Salina, Main Street in Livingston. When you're sick, you want to be taken care of. I want my mommy. Livingston Family Healthcare isn't your mom, but they're the next best thing. They're putting family and care back into family healthcare. Livingston Family Healthcare, a team of family physicians who treat you like family. Primary healthcare to people of all ages. Livingston Family Healthcare is here, and they care. Livingston Family Healthcare, 403 East University Street. See what care is really about at Livingston Family Healthcare. 101.9 AM 920 WLIV W270DD Livingston It's game time Your LA Wildcats Wildcats. Presented by Livingston Regional Be well, live well The Wildcats Play here Play here Getting set for kickoff around UC Sports Nation. Several games getting started late due to the heat index. At 7.30, Smith County kicks off at DeKalb County. And our UC Nation Game of the Week kicks off with White County in McMinnville against Warren County. Upperman welcomes Lebanon to Baxter and kicks off at 8 p.m. And several games on time. Cookville hosting Pure Academy. Livingston Academy hosting White Creek, and Monterey taking on Rockwood. 
As we continue from Tom Davis Memorial Stadium, time for David Ledbetter to tell us what will power a Livingston win tonight. Presented by Upper Cumberland Electric Membership Corporation. David, it starts with what? Starts with penalties. We've got to minimize penalties tonight. Last week with just way too many penalties. Drive killers, you get a little momentum going, uh, then you'd have a dumb penalty. So got to minimize penalties, minimize turnovers, and just play a clean football game. Clean football game indeed. Band getting ready to play the national anthem here. We're just about three minutes and 50 seconds from getting this one underway. A little later than we anticipated. White's Creek had some traffic on their way here. But your keys to the game brought to you by UCEMC. The keys to the game, you can visit UCEMC.com and find out how your extra change can support UCEMC CARES and community organizations across the Upper Cumberland. At this time, we're going to take a moment. I'm going to turn it up, and you will get to hear the sounds of the ballpark, the stadium, as they play the national anthem here at Livingston Academy. Back at Livingston Academy, Tom Davis Memorial Stadium, and I'll take myself down a little bit now as the band gets set 
to welcome the team onto the field. Captains are already out there, ready to go. The captains tonight for Livingston Academy. Will Brown, the senior wide receiver, starting quarterback, back in action tonight, Brody Coffey. And that is Jordan Ficklin, the senior offensive lineman with them. The three of them will walk out to meet the captains for White's Creek. Looks as if the two captains for White's Creek here tonight will be DeAnthony Nolan and I believe that is Jordan Beard who will be the two captains this evening for these two squads. The Cobras and the Wildcats. Tonight's game day forecast calls for no clouds and all sun. Just before kickoff, temperature stands right around 88 or 89 degrees. The real fuel, however, David Ledbetter, right around 96 to 98. And winds are minimal to zero tonight as we get set for kickoff between the Wildcats and the Cobras. And while we've got a few moments here, David Ledbetter, uh, we've talked plenty about turnovers. But for you tonight, is it more about the offense getting back on track with Brody Coffee, or is it more about the defense finding a way to deal with the speed of this Cobra team? I think it's more about the offense. I mean, you look at last week's game, you didn't have your number one quarterback, you didn't have your number two quarterback, you're down to three and four, uh, and those guys come in and do a good job. But now you've got Brody back, you've got Jake going back to receiver, you've got Carson going back to receiver. So the defense played well last week. Uh, they give up one touchdown off a turnover on, on their end of the field and, you know, had one safety on a, a missed snap on a punt. But the defense played well. They just got to contain. You, you've seen the Cobras here. They've got speed all over the field at every position. So defense has got to contain the outside and, and, and just make them keep everything in the middle. One of the other things to keep an eye on this tonight in this ball game is the time of possession. Last week, that was a huge factor. The entire third quarter taken up by Trousdale County, and I do mean the entire third quarter, ladies and gentlemen, from the start of the clock all the way through the end of it in the third. It belonged in the hands of Trousdale County. How can Livingston Academy limit the time of possession and the chances that they give the Cobras here tonight. Well, you've got to, like, like we talked about earlier, turnovers and penalties on offense uh, killed some of our drives. And then we just got to, we had tackles in the backfield, tackles for loss, and, and Trousdale County done a good job of breaking those tackles and gaining three or four yards. We just got to wrap up, gang tackle, and, and limit them to, you know, one first down, no first downs possession, get the ball back. We got to control the clock tonight. With the heat, you're going to have cramps. Uh, so we got We need to control time of possession tonight. Staying hydrated may very well also be a big time key here this evening. Remember, wrap up of this game and all the Friday night action Saturday morning, tomorrow morning at 9, live from Chick fil A. It's the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders live on Rock 93 7. Captain still standing at the 50-yard line, having a conversation with the White Hats. And Livingston Academy has yet to come out through the, uh, what I'm going to call new, because we didn't have it last week, the inflatable kind of tent over here to our right that the team will run through here momentarily. Cheerleaders are going to hold up the classic sign right, made of paper to break through. Not sure what it says yet. We'll let you know momentarily. Excited to see what message they've come up with this week for the Wildcats. As the captains shake hands, they split to their respective sides. The three Livingston captains will head back to the tent with the rest of the team to run out 
And we are just about set here between Livingston Academy and White Creek. Good crowd here tonight, David Ledbetter. i got to give it up. I thought we'd have kind of some late attendance tonight because of the heat. And uh, got to say, Livingston Academy, as advertised, showed up for their guys despite the heat index this evening. Livingston fans never disappoint. doesn't matter what sport it is. They, they really, really support uh, their their high school athletes and and they come in it's hot everybody's out here sweating uh but they've they've packed the house again tonight it's it's a good thing to see tonight looking for their first win in over two seasons winless last season winless the season before and of course last week a heartbreaking nine nothing loss to the trousdale to trousdale county and how they come it said let uh down with the cobras what the sign says as the L.A. Wildcats come running out in the white pants, white helmets, and blue uniforms. A beautiful combination here tonight on the other side for the Cobras. Gray to black helmets, gray-black pants, red stripe down the side, and solid white jerseys. And I do believe it looks like L.A. is going to be the team. No, excuse me. It is the Cobras who will receive the opening half kick. David, that brings up what is always an interesting question in football are you a receive or a kick guy on the coin flip if you win i like to get the ball i like to get the <laughs> ball i like to get the ball and just see what we can do let's drive it right down their throat and but offensive coaches are different though so an offensive mind interestingly uh matt and hauser obviously playing a whole lot of offense here at la and went on to play wide receiver at dartmouth and he elects for the kick here to begin the game and may have a lot to do with Dylan Watson. I mean, having a weapon of a leg like Dylan Watson does, he may very well have said, let's pin them back there at about the 10 if we can and make them have to drive the 90-plus yards. Yeah, Dylan, Dylan, just about every kick, kickoff from the 40 will be a touchback with Dylan. He's got a great leg. I'll also be interested to see if Dylan even gives them a chance to return it. Obviously, uh, Davian Hooten, Back there, one of the returners, very, very dangerous. A six foot, two hundred and ninety pound senior wide receiver and cornerback, who not only has the look of a ton of speed, but obviously on film, what little bit we were able to find, he certainly can fly. The kick from Dylan Watson, it is up, it is deep and high, and it will be Hooten who fields it at about the five. He's at the ten, the fifteen, cuts to his left, and he's tapped at the fifteen, breaks that tackle, tried to cut back at the twenty. And he'll be forced out of bounds right at the 20-yard line. So return was had, but equals out to being the exact same as a touchback. That is the 20-yard line where the Cobras will begin their first offensive drive. Good kick by, by Watson there. It didn't didn't get in the end zone, but it's a high kick. They fielded it at the five. You got to get it in there and let your special teams get down there to make a play. Allowing them to get down the kick coverage and bit interesting here the offense has all got to trot out had four guys already out there on the kick coverage i suppose who just kind of stay out there at the 20 everybody's gonna high five and dap each other up as the offensive line gets set they'll break the skill position huddle and your starting quarterback here tonight tramel pierce for the cobras he'll have uh looks like i believe that is is that 14 in the backfield, I believe? Can't catch a number there. Pierce, 14. he will throw behind the line of scrimmage to 14, who is immediately swallowed up, ball on the ground. They're going to deem him down by contact, but still a loss of about four yards 
And that is exactly what Livingston Academy's defense needed to be in this ballgame. Good penetration on the left side right there. Looked like uh, Adam Richards got in the backfield. A little lateral, looked more like a running running play, a little lateral pass there, but Livingston with great pursuit. Great job, and that's what they were able to do pretty well last week, if we're honest. It just turns out that the guys were able to fall forward and end up with positive yardage, but into the backfield again. Pierce will hand it off. No, he fakes it, and he's sacked! Sack! That is none other than uh, Seth Smith, the senior linebacker, getting back there for the sack of uh, Tremel Pierce. That's what, that's what you got to have is your defense. you got to start them out behind the chains. It's third and 22, I think. That's what you got to have is defense. Now your safeties can back up. Don't let anything behind you. And, and, and get a stop on third down. Get off the field. The sack takes the Cobras all the way back to about the seven-yard line. And this is exactly what we saw from the Wildcat defense last week. Just this time they're able to finish it off with the tackle in the backfield. Pierce in the gun, heels near about the two or three yard line. He'll fake the handoff. Is he taken down in the end zone? No, he gets rid of it. Man will make a catch at around the 10 or 11 yard line. Not nearly enough, only about a three yard gain. And certainly the Cobras will look to punt here. Good good, good defensive possession there for the Wildcats. Penetration by the, by the defensive line and the linebackers. Um, it's a great start for our defense. L.A. will field the punt, who none other than Daniel Bilbrey, of course, will go back there to field it. And we saw last week, and if it had not been for penalties, a whole lot more positivity would have come out of special teams, David. Yeah, get Daniel Bilbrey the ball. Any way you can get him the ball, punt return, kick return, offense, get him the ball. He, he's, he might be as uh, – the Cobras have a lot of speed out there, but Daniel Bilbrey can keep up with any of them. He mentioned in our pregame interview, is that one is going to be a bad snap. And taken down in the end zone is the punter for a safety. They're calling him down at the one. Are they deeming him down at the one? Certainly looked to me like he was in the end zone. Either way, Davian Hooten looked to try to punt there, and it was a bad snap between his legs. He recovered, but it is going to be at the one-yard line, and Livingston Academy can look to punch it in right here. Got to have six points here. Got Get the ball at the one-yard line. Great defensive stand by the defense. You get a turnover. Got to punch it in for seven right and here. Tru- and truthfully, folks, the way the offense looked last week and with Brody Coffee, it could be very different. But this might be a blessing in disguise. Instead of getting two points and getting put back at your own, say, 40-yard line or something, it's going to be at the one-yard line looking for six points. And Jake Hughes is actually going to be the man who takes the first snap probably due to the fact they're at the one-yard line, and it won't be Hughes who takes it in. Instead, the handoff to Jackson Bowles, and he will bowl his way into the end zone through a couple would-be tacklers. Bowles with the two-yard touchdown rush. It's big momentum right there. One play, touchdown. I know your defense now got to go back on the field, but your defense has to be excited after that stand they had in first possession there. That was Jackson Bowles who came up with it there. And what a job by the defense really is who should get a lot of the credit there for that touchdown. Two-point conversion by Brody Coffey there. And two point. I believe we got a flag. We've got a flag there in the background. I was jotting down the two-yard touchdown for Bowles, and there will be flags everywhere it looks like. 
Legal procedure, I believe that was there on the Livingston Academy Wildcats. So they'll back them up a little bit, and we'll see if they go for two points again here or if they decide to kick. Oh, the interesting formation, entire offensive line and everybody offset to the left. Only the center and Brody Coffee himself are set up for the snap. Two wide receivers far out to the right, and now everybody's going to shift around. Coffee's going to drop down, and again, we're going to have a flag. Looked like, uh, looked like White's Creek jumped there as Livingston moved to come to their offensive line, come back to the line. White's Creek come across the line, so it'll be so happy just, this is the goal. So we just, just right back to where we were practically. And again, looks like it's going to be set up for in the same formation for the Wildcats. Everybody over there to the left side, two wide receivers to the right. Coffee looks to the sideline probably to determine whether they'll actually kick it or they'll fake it here. Looks like it's going to be a quick setup for the kick. Coffee will be the holder. Snap. Ball is up. Ball is easily good and will clear the field house for Dylan Watson. And that makes it 7 to nothing. Wildcats here over the Cobras of White's Creek. When's the last time you had some really good barbecue? Yeah, I know. You've been missing it. Juicy, mouth-watering barbecue. Sauce that excites. Homemade taste. Maybe a little bit under your fingernails. Livingston's 1806 Barbecue. On the square. Sliced pork that's been slow-smoked with that 1806 sauce. A loaded baked potato. Piled high with pulled pork, butter, and cheese. 1806 Barbecue. On the square in downtown Livingston. Be ready to leave with a full belly. LA lines up for the kick Watson at his own 40 where the ball will be placed back to receive it again for White's Creek is Davion Hooten and I believe back there with him as well is Jordan McKinley so McKinley and Hooten back to receive it for the Cobras and they will trail 7-0 with 9.15 to go in the first quarter a quick score for Livingston Academy Quickly putting the pressure on the Cobras, exactly what head coach Matten Hauser wished for in all his dreams this week. Well, we talked about it last week. What's the mentality of Livingston Academy? If you get down, how do you react? Tonight, we got a lead. Ball going to be a pooch kick and ends up in the hands of McKinley. He breaks a couple tackles. He's got the speed, and the only man who can stop him is the kicker, and he finally does at around the 44-yard line. And that's what you don't want. A team full of speed, David Ledbetter, give them a hole and give them a chance. He had a crease right up the middle, and it didn't take him but just a second to hit it. He was, If it wasn't for uh, Watson on the tackle there, he was, he was going 90 yards. McKinley fielded it around the 10, ends up with the 34-yard return to his own 44, and that is where the Cobras will take over. And of course, did not have a positive offensive play on their first drive. They will look to change that right here. Tramel Pierce will be in the gun in the backfield. With him is Anton is Anton Glenn. Antonio Glenn. Pierce checks with the sideline. Now brings a man in motion. Jashawn Robinson, the man who goes in motion. And handoff. It's going to be to Glenn. Glenn will power himself forward for a gain of about three. It's a good tackle there by Trey Coleman on the end there. He set the edge, made the running back, cut it back up the middle. Had linebackers there to clean it up. Gain of two on the play. That's, that's what you want. 8.48 to go. First quarter, second and eight from their own 46. 
And the Cobras trail LA 7-0 here at Livingston Academy. Pierce again in the gun, this time with Glenn on his left hip. He's got two wide receivers to his left and one out to the right. One of the men on the left is going to take a screen inside the hash marks. He takes it forward to the 45, fights forward to the 50 inside or past the 50 to about the opposing 48. The man on the catch, DeAnthony Nolan. Nolan will take it to the opposing 48 and make it third and short, third and about three. 8.05 to go, first quarter, 7-0 Wildcats lead, third and two on the LA 48. A lot more positivity here on this drive for the Cobras. It's a big third down right here, big third down. Cobras, they've got a big offensive line, big offensive line. Pierce in the gun, checks with his wide receivers. He's got a three set out to his right. Hands off instead, and Glenn, it looks like we'll break a couple tackles. We're going to have a flag at around the 42-yard line. It will be a first down for Glenn, depending on the penalty. Looked like a face mask there. Ended up at the 39, so first down for the Cobras. Will it be on the Cobras, however, or is it a face mask on L.A.? Looks like we're going to mark it off against Livingston Academy. It is a face mask, and that will greatly help the Cobras field position. It will go from the 39 of L.A. all the way to the 22 of Livingston Academy. So Livingston Academy now, their defense kind of on their heels a little bit. Cobras knocking on the edge of the red zone. 7.35 to go in the first quarter. Pierce in the gun, Glenn in the backfield with him. Three wide receivers set to his right. Takes the snap, fakes the handoff, throws a screen, nearly picked off. Caden Weitzel read that like a book. And I'll tell you what, David, if his hands had been just about a second earlier, he's probably going for six. I don't know. It looked like if he if he didn't cut his fingernails this morning, he has that one. It went right off his fingertips. And if he would have caught that, he was gone. There was nobody in front of him. So now the Cobras look at second and ten from the L.A. 22. Clock has stopped at seven and a half minutes to go in the first quarter and a 7-0 Wildcats lead. Pierce in the gun again. He's got a tight end in Jayshon Robinson to his left. He's going to hand off to Glenn. Glenn's going that direction, but he is immediately swallowed up by a cluster of Wildcats led by Carson Parrott. It's a good gang tackle right there. We have four four white helmets on the ball right there. That's what you got to do. You got to set that edge, make them cut it up, and then let the rest of the defense come in and make the tackle. Just a one-yard gain for the Cobras. 7.05 to go, first quarter. Third and nine from the L.A. 21 with a 7-0 Wildcats lead. Another third and long here. Can Livingston get off the field here? Third and nine. And, of course, don't know if White's Creek has the kicker or if they would go for it on fourth down. Certainly in field goal range, quote-unquote. Just outside the red zone. Pierce takes the shotgun snap. Under pressure. Throws across the middle. Underthrown. Can't find Davion Hooten. It'll be incomplete. And that'll bring up fourth and nine from the L.A. 21. And does look like the Cobras will go for it. That actually looked like a pretty good pass by Pierce. He was backpedaling. Had pressure coming up the middle by Livingston Academy. He was backpedaling. Threw it over the middle. Looked like, uh, looked like Hooten just kind of short-armed that one and went off his hands. Hooten looking to get the call in from the sideline. 
He'll have a couple men in Nolan and McKinley out to his right. He'll take the shotgun snap with a man in the backfield with him. And now it looks like we're going to get a timeout. They want to think about it. Yes. White's Creek Cobra timeout. It's Livingston Academy 7, Cobra 0 with 6.40 to go in the first. Maximizing your harvest requires a quality wheel rake. You need the Kuhn SR100 G2 Speed Rake Wheel Rake from Mountain Farm International, your Kuhn dealer in Crossville. The SR100 G2 helps more efficiently harvest a high-quality crop. A patent-pending window adjustment feature allows you to independently adjust the window width and raking width to best match specific crop and pickup needs. A built-in mechanical rake arm flotation slot provides superior terrain following. No need for hydraulic float. Stop by Mountain Farm International today the livingston regional game of the week 101.9 am 920 livingston academy leading the cobras of white's creek seven nothing with 640 to go in the first quarter and it's fourth and nine for the cobras one bank the one bank for all livingston wildcat fans stop in one bank of livingston and open a new account today one bank of livingston proud to bring you wildcat sports one bank. Member FDIC equal housing lender. Cobra's finally going to break the huddle here and chase the fourth down. It's fourth and nine. And David Ledbetter, I always uh, try to avoid calling something big in the first quarter. But, I mean, a stop right here for L.A. would feel awfully big. Well, after the, after the first possession, you get the stop, you get the turnover, you get the short possession, you get the touchdown. Defense can get off the field here. It would be huge. Pierce in the shotgun takes the snap, looking to throw. Across the middle, goes deep. He's got a man. He under threw it again. He short-armed it once again to Hooten. That falls incomplete, and L.A. will take over at their own 21. He's got, Pierce has got a good arm. Our defense is getting really good penetration right now, and he's having to backpedal, and he's throwing it while he's backpedaling. And, and prime example right there, he just come up short. Hooten was open in the end zone, had his defensive back beat, no doubt about it. Had Pierce been able to plant that, that foot, probably a touchdown, but great pressure. These receivers for them, they're tall, they're long. Uh, they've got speed. Uh, just got to get them the ball. And we'll get our first look this season at Brody Coffee in a real offensive situation. Of course, the other being at the one-yard line, so Jake Hughes would take the snap. Coffee instead takes it this time. He's going to roll out to his left, looking, tosses it, finds Bilbrey for the first down at the 30, and Bilbrey is immediately taken out of bounds. But great job there by Coffee. And that right there is a prime example of what we talked about last week, David. This team, a totally different offense with him at the helm. You got, you got, he's, your, he's your starter. He's your, cat, he's your leader. He's your captain. Uh, first, first pass of the season for him, Aaron. Found Daniel Bibbery for 10 yards. First down, Livingston Academy Wildcats. And Brody Coffey doing what he does best, a three-year starter. And with 6-10 to go, he's already got his team driving. First and 10. At their own 31, Wildcats lead 7 to nothing in the first quarter. Coffee with a man in the backfield. Looks to take the shotgun snap and hand off. He does. This is Coleman. Breaks a couple tackles at the 40, 45, 50. One man to beat, 45, 40. Jackson Bowles, excuse me. And I tend to get them mixed up, the two starting running backs here for L.A., but what a job by the sophomore in Bowles to break off uh, what a 30-ish yard run there. 
great job by the offensive line on the left side right there. Huge hole for him to run through. He broke a tackle on the linebacker, broke it for 33 yards. Great run. Big time run there for the sophomore Bowles. First and 10 now from the Cobra 38-yard line. 5.51 to go first quarter, and it is 7-0 Livingston Academy Wildcats. Bowles in the backfield again with Coffee. He's got two wide receivers, short side left, and one far out to his right past the hash marks. Bowles now is going to head out there looking for a screen. No, he's got a man across the middle. Hits the tight end at the 20, 15, 10, nearly to the 5. What a job there by Gage Hoffman, the senior tight end, who was wide open there on the blocking go. Great job by Brody also. Faked the handoff to the running back. The linebackers come in, tight end streak right down the middle, got right behind the linebackers. No safety in the middle and just found Hoffman right wide open right down the middle. What an incredible job here. Couple first downs and all of a sudden first and goal at the, at the Cobra 6 with five and a half minutes to go. Coffee. this is a completely different offense. This time he'll have uh, Coleman in the backfield with him. Coffee will take the snap. Hands off Coleman. Coleman's going to dive forward to the five. A gain of one. What an unbelievable drive here so far for L.A. I just cannot get over, David, how different this offense looks. Not just, we should point out, not just because of Brody Coffee. A couple guys also coming back on the line. A couple guys coming back in in several positions this week. Uh, Thirteen players didn't dress last week. Nine of those players are back this week, and three of them are starters. And it looks it, certainly on the offensive and defensive sides. Coffee once again looks to take the snap out of the gun. Does he fake the handoff? No, it will be a handoff again, I believe, to Coleman. It is Coleman, and he this time fights forward to what looks like the two, I believe. And it will be first and goal inside the two, in fact, about the one-and-a-half-yard line. Third and goal under four-and-a-half to go in the first quarter, and the Wildcats knocking on the door again. Here comes the jumbo package in for Livingston Academy. Got... uh, Looks like seven offensive linemen out there right now. And Jake Hughes heads in to take the snap. You've got third and goal from the, say, one and a half. You've got two downs right here to punch it in from one and a half yards out. Hughes in the shotgun out of the jumbo package. He will have Jackson Bowles with him. Bowles now motions to his left hip. And Hughes will take the snap, hands off to Bowles. Bowles cuts back and probably would have been in the end zone, but we've got a flag on the near sideline, and that looks like it's offsides on the Cobras. So not only do you still have two downs to get it, David, but now you're at the five and five half yard line. Yeah. Gain of you gained about a half a yard on that penalty. Still two two downs to get it in right here. And in the jumbo package, this is folks, this is where you find out what you're made of. If you can't punch it in right here, difficult to say. Hughes takes the direct snap this time, and he'll go forward and he'll find himself in the end zone. They took him down to one knee, but not before he crossed the line. And it's another touchdown for the Livingston Academy Wildcats, who last week didn't manage a point, and already here in the first quarter with 3.40 to go, have 13 of them. Totally different. Totally different offense. That right there was big on big, and, and Livingston Academy won the battle at the line of scrimmage right there. Same formation as before. Coffee will look to take the snap, but he's got the entire line and everybody, including the kicker, over to the left. Two wide receivers out to his right, just in case they want to pull a fake. And now everybody will come trotting over to the line. Jumbo package at field goal, or 
extra point, however you want to look at it. Coffee takes the snap, kick is up, and that one going to come down on top of the field house. But it will be good, and it's 14-0. Now for Livingston Academy, who went on quite a drive to lead the Cobras, 14-0 with 3.40 to go in the first. I was just backing out of a parking spot. And so was the car behind me. It doesn't matter how you got it, just know that it can be fixed. At Maynard Collision Center, they give a lifetime warranty on all their work. How was I supposed to know a pole was there? Service on makes and models, no appointment is necessary, and an iCar certified shop. Maynard Collision Center, welcome to stress-free collision repair. On Main Street in Livingston, proud sponsor of Livingston Sports. After three 15 to 20 plus yard plays on a drive, it was a two yard touchdown capped off by Jake Hughes with 3.40 to go in the first. 14 nothing to the Wildcats. 14 nothing. LA leading White's Creek at home. And certainly, not you can't ask for a much better start here, David Ledbetter. It's what you, it's what you dreamed of. That's what each one of these kids and coaches dreamed of last night, starting 14 nothing. Dylan Watson looks again to kick, back to receive the same two, David Hooten, or Davion Hooten and Jordan McKinley. Kick is high over the head of McKinley into the end zone, and it'll be a touchback. There's the leg we're talking about. That was nine yards deep in the end zone. It'll be first and 20 for the Cobras with the 3.40 to go here in the first quarter. 14-0 Wildcats leading. And this is, I think, the L.A., both offensively and defensively, the L.A., a lot of these fans anticipated seeing when the hiring of Matt and Hauser occurred several months ago. Well, high expectations. Uh, you know, Matt was a great player here. He's going to be a great coach here, and this is what everybody come to see. Defense already out there, good and ready to go. Offense for the Cobras. Going to be a little delayed getting out there by the time the Offensive line gets over the ball. 15 seconds to go on the play clock. Happy to see both play clocks working this week. Eight seconds now. Seven, six. Going to be under five, and nobody's in a stance yet. Three, two. Are they going to call timeout or take the delay a game? Delay a game. Delay a game. I mean, that. I mean, they had no urgency to get that snap off, David. Uh, they just, I don't know what the... They were all just looking around at the sidelines like they didn't have the play. They should have had the play as they come onto the field. But, you know, starting out behind the change, that's, you know, we've seen it all late, all week last week. And it's a recipe for disaster for any offense when you start behind the chains. First and 15 from your own 15 now. Pierce will look to take the shotgun snap. Hands off. And the runner will take off. That is Glenn. And now we've got a flag in the backfield, and you could see a couple of the L.A. coaches immediately throw their hands up waiting on that yellow. Yeah, defensive end was was tackled right there by their by their left tackle right there. He, he was in position to make the play, and the tackle just grabbed him and threw him down. That's obvious holding right there in front of the ref. So backed up five yards by the delay of game. Waiting on the call here from the white hat, but possibly another ten yards about to be tacked on for the hold on first down. 3.32 to go in the first quarter, 14-0. The Wildcats leading the Cobras here. And again, first and 15, looking to become first and about 25 
if the call is correct. They are backing up the Cobras, it seems. The White Hat has yet to make an official call to the press box, and now he will hold on the Cobras of White's Creek. So the ball will go from their own 20 to start the drive. Delay of game put them at their own 15, and then the hold will put them at their own 5, if I've done my math correctly. We'll see them mark it off here. I believe it's going half the distance to the goal, so it should be. So it's going to be their own seven. seven. Yeah. yeah. So the defense putting having a distinct advantage here, first and oh oh, and a loss. Is that a loss of down as no. well? I didn't think so. Okay, first and twenty-two from their own seven-yard line. They went to mark it off, and I was thought maybe I had missed something. Well, they like, changed the down on the scoreboard. That's I looked over there by the time and by the time you did, it said second down. First and 22 from their own eight is the official determination. Pierce in the gun. Looks like he's got Glenn with him in the backfield. He's going to throw, looking for that tight end route, and he just misses Hooten again, this time overthrown, a little high on the pass. Uh, Pierce started two, uh, two for two tonight with a seven-yard completion and a six-yard completion. And since, he's missed his last four passes, and a lot of that is our defensive pressure getting in the backfield, getting in his face, making him throw it off his back foot. Yeah, credit where credit is due. The Livingston Academy line and those linebackers are getting pressure on what is, as you pointed out, a, a, a not a small Cobra's offensive line. Uh, their offensive line looks like they'll average 280. Yeah, They're, I'd say so. It's big old boys out there. Pierce again in the gun. He's got one wide receiver wide left, three to his right, so a triple set out there. Takes the shotgun snap. Has to immediately roll away from pressure. He's just going to take off. He's at the 10, forced out of bounds at about the 13 Going to say the 14 is the near side judge. And immediately again with the pressure, David Ledbetter forced him out of the pocket, kept him from being able to throw the football. Well, he's a, he looks like he's a really good athlete. He's got a strong arm. We've seen his arm. He's got good legs. He can run. So got to keep him contained. Don't let him bust a long one on you. So third and 16 with 321 to go in the first quarter. And the ball will be at the 14 of the Cobras. Three wide receivers headed out to the right side. Those are uh, Hooten and Nolan alongside, I believe, uh, McKinley out there. And then meanwhile, one out to the left. Shotgun snap immediately throws to McKinley on a screen, and he's swallowed up behind the 10 by a bunch of Wildcats. Great pursuit by the corner over there. Tried to run a little slip screen to the right side there, and I, I, I didn't get the number. I think that was – was that Daniel Bilbrey over there? No, that was uh, Braden, Braden Story. I was going to say. Braden Story got around that receiver and made a great tackle there. Story with a wonderful job there, and we'll see. It looks like it's going to be Davion Hooten who will try once again to punt. Last time, this ended in a one-yard touchdown for Livingston Academy because the snap went through his legs, and they downed it at the one-yard line. Fourth and 21, this might be a good time for, for pressure, try to go after the kick, but you may play it safe right here, just get the ball back. Your offense is in rhythm right now, so might just play it safe, just get the ball back and, and see what you can do. Are we going to get another delay of game? I believe we are. Unbelievable. Once again, the Cobras with very little urgency. Are they going to say they got the timeout off? I see a flag back here at the about the 40-yard line from the back judge. But the they two, didn't get the timeout. The two, ju- the two uh, far sideline judges are gesturing to the sideline. They did not get the timeout off. So they will back this up. And now Davion Hooten will be punting not just from his own end zone, but, I mean, probably 
seven, eight yards deep in his own end zone. It's going to end up a great field position right here for Livingston Academy. Not to mention Daniel Bilbury back to receive the kick, and if he were to find a gap, they blocked it. L.A. blocks it. It's going to be a kind of a, a lame duck coming down at about the 14. It'll be marked at the 13 by the Cobras, and Livingston Academy once took advantage of a bad snap. That time, just the pressure again. David Ledbetter, and they'll have the ball at the Cobra 13-yard line. Special teams and defense getting pressure right up the middle. I don't know who got a hand on that. There was Nobody was celebrating it. Either we got a hand on it or he kicked it off one of his own teammates' helmet. But it, uh, you can call that a net of a, what, three-yard punt there? Uh, yeah, about that, three to five yards. 2.13 to go in the first quarter. Wildcats leading 14-0. And they got it first and 10 from the Cobra 14, already immediately in the red zone. And knock on the door of making this a three-score game. Yep, now yep. we're going to go empty backfield. Coffee going to have four wide and a tight end. Empty backfield. He's gesturing for Bilbrey to back up just a little bit. Don't need him on the line. That would be a flag. And now... Because of the clock running out, did we get the timeout or is it? No, they're going to take the delay of game. With 2.13 to go in the first quarter, I probably agree with that. It doesn't back you up all that far. Your offense has been in rhythm, David. Probably good to save the T.O. Might as well save it there. Um, you've had good rhythm, moved the ball well. Um, just just got to be a little more urgent coming out of the huddle, coming out of the, the timeout there. Do they stick to the empty set? They do. It will be Parrott and Will Brown over to the right. On the other side, it's Jake Hughes and Daniel Bilbury. Now they bring a man in motion. That's Carson Parrott who will look to go wheel route. Instead, it's deep. A comeback and a catch for a touchdown. Touchdown Wildcats. Will Brown with a beautiful adjustment back to the football. A great job by uh, Coffee to throw that on that front shoulder for him to come back to. Touchdown Wildcats. A great throw right there. These DBs are receivers on offense and defense and cornerbacks on defense, and they're running step for step with Will Brown, but Brody threw it on the back shoulder. Will just had to turn around, catch it, and just walk into the end zone. Similar formation for the for the uh, extra point once again. Coffee all alone until they make the gesture and everybody comes to the jumbo set. 2.06 to go, first quarter. The snap will back, coffee holds, kick is up by Watson. That'll clear the tent, land on the roof of the field house. And with 2.06 to go in the first quarter, Livingston Academy 21 to nothing over the Whites Creek Cobras. When's the last time you had some really good barbecue? Yeah, I know. You've been missing it. Juicy, mouth-watering barbecue. Sauce that excites. Homemade taste. Maybe a little bit under your fingernails. Livingston's 1806 Barbecue. On the square. Sliced pork that's been slow-smoked with that 1806 sauce. A loaded baked potato. Piled high with pulled pork, butter, and cheese. 1806 Barbecue. On the square in downtown Livingston. Be ready to leave with a full belly. A 19-yard touchdown pass by Brody Coffey. His first touchdown pass on the season makes it 21-0 Wildcats here in the Wildcats den at Livingston Academy. And we still have 2.06 to go in the first quarter. 
can't tell you the last time Livingston Academy was up 21 to nothing on anyone. In uh, the first quarter, much less. You might have to go back even further in three or four years. Might have to go back into those mid-2000s teams to find the last time it was 21 nothing in the first. We've got a real good rhythm going right now on offense. Defense is really playing well also. Meanwhile, here is Watson getting set for the kickoff. Back to receive it are Hooten and McKinley. We'll see if Watson even gives them a chance again. Kick is high. It's going to come down at around the 10, fielded by Hooten. He's at the 15, the 20. Looks for a gap and finds it. 25-30, 35-40. He broke a couple tackles. 50-45-40. Avoids everybody, and he's off to the races. 15-10-5, and that is what makes him dangerous. Davion Hooten. Returns the kickoff to make it 21-6. We had two. It looked like uh, Gage Hoffman and I couldn't get the other number. Maybe Will Brown kind of run into each other right there, and he went. Uh, Hooten went straight in the lane where they fell down at. Took it 90 yards. 90 yard touchdown by Hooten there with 152 to go in the first, and that is quite literally the only offense. Almost that they have been able to muster in this ball game. Might be the only way they can get points the way the LA defense is playing right now. After that right there, if I'm if I'm Martin Hauser, I don't I don't know if I don't pooch it high and short about the thirty or just squib it right up the middle and let your let your special teams kickoff coverage team get down there. Maybe yeah, I don't want to give them another chance to do something like that. They're gonna go for two here. Pierce in the gun. The handoff, fighting forward is Glenn. I believe the defense is going to stuff him, though they do. No good on the two-point conversion. Makes it 21-6 with 1.52 to go in the first quarter. Wildcats lead the Cobras. Be well, live well. That's why we're here at Livingston Regional Hospital. For you, for your family. From the high school star to the everyday walker, when pain strikes, trust the Rowe Rehab Center at Livingston Regional Hospital. Improving your strength, helping you regain mobility, getting rid of the pain. It's about your health. Be well, live well. The Rowe Rehab Center at Livingston Regional Hospital with top-class physicians who specialize in rehab medicine. Part of the Livingston Regional family, the best-trained, caring pros to serve you. Livingston Academy Football, presented by Livingston Regional Hospital from Livingston's own 101.9 AM 920 WLIV, Livingston. This is your Livingston Regional Game of the Week on 101.9 AM 920 WLIV. We have a player down for the Cobras near about the three or four yard line. And so we will just look at the score. 21 to 6. Wildcats leading the Cobras. 152 to go in the first. And uh, look, excitement is going to maintain itself here, David Ledbetter, but. That kickoff return certainly takes just enough out of L.A., I think, to keep them on the uh, edge of a knife. Well, you've not won a game in two years. You get a lead. Uh, then you give up a big play, kickoff return for a touchdown. They, there's no way these, this Livingston Academy team needs to get too high. Uh, so, off, like I said, offense has been moving the ball really well. Just got to keep your foot on the gas. The injured Cobra, Antonio Glenn, he will walk off under his own power. And now the Cobras will get set to kick off to Livingston Academy. 
who looks as if they will send Daniel Bilbrey and Carson Parrott back to receive the kick. I'll be interested to see who does the kicking here for the Cobras as they've yet to kick a field goal or an extra point. So curious to see who their kicker is in a kickoff situation. Seemingly it's going to be Jordan McKinley, I believe, if I'm getting that number correct. That's either 10 or 18, so it could be Rontez Moore. It's 10, so that is Jordan McKinley who will kick off for the Cobras. You've got to be careful here on your front line on your uh, for Livingston Academy. I mean, uh, Watts Creek, big 90-yard kickoff return for a touchdown. they got a little momentum here. Uh, front line for Livingston Academy needs to watch for an onside kick right here. That would certainly be a heck of a chance taken by the Whites Creek coaching staff. We'll see if they do it, though. The entire Whites Creek uh, line here set up like track stars, so needless to say, I don't think we're going to see an onside. We are not. It is a pooch kick. It'll be fielded at the 30, and at the 35, the 40. Breaks a couple tackles at the 50, the 45, the 40. Off to the races, finally taken out of bounds at the 27. The return there by Caden Weitzel and the sophomore is doing some things tonight. Caden Watson just took it, took it on the run, a short kick. He took it about the 30, 35-yard line and just sprinted right up the middle. Good blocking by the by the front line of Livingston Academy. So Weitzel takes what would have had Livingston Academy starting just their second offensive drive of the game in their own territory and turns it into their third offensive drive starting in Cobra territory. Field position tonight is... is is huge for Livingston Academy. It's third possession starting on that side of the 50. And on it, it's the third possession starting inside the 30 exactly. on that side of the 50. Ball will be at the 28. It's first and 10. Coffee in the gun. Coleman in the backfield with him. Coffee takes the shotgun snap, hands off Coleman. Coleman going to break a tackle to the right, bounce outside, and he gets to the 25 before going down a gain of about three. Cobras have a man slow to get up. Looks like that is number 78, Darius Beach. Man who is slow to get up. He is up now, though, and does not look like they will use an injury timeout. He will be good to go, get back on that D-line. Meanwhile, Livingston Academy going to be second and about seven on uh, on the Cobra 25-yard line with just over a minute to go. Under a minute now, Coffee in the gun, Coleman in the backfield, White Hat holding off the snap just a bit here. And now they will begin the clock. And already Livingston Academy ready to go. Coleman gestures to the left hip of Coffee. And Brody takes a snap, hands off again. Coleman this time swallowed up in the backfield. We'll give credit to number 66, that's Kalen Taylor, who gets the tackle there, loss, tackle for loss against L.A. Coaches say it all week that White's Creek, do a, they do a lot of blitzing. 70% of their snaps on defense are a blitz. So had the outside linebacker just come off in and didn't have enough blockers on that side, made a good play on, on Coleman. And Matt Hauser's already gesturing to his team here to just come over to the sideline. They're going to let the first quarter run down and close it out. Livingston Academy will end the first quarter 21-6. to 
They lead the Cobras of White's Creek. It's third and nine on the Cobra 27 to begin the second. Be well, live well. That's why we're here at Livingston Regional Hospital. For you, for your family. From the high school star to the everyday walker, when pain strikes, trust the Rowe Rehab Center at Livingston Regional Hospital. Improving your strength, helping you regain mobility, getting rid of the pain. It's about your health. Be well, live well. The Rowe Rehab Center at Livingston Regional Hospital with top-class physicians who specialize in rehab medicine. Part of the Livingston Regional family, the best-trained, caring pros to serve you. When's the last time you had some really good barbecue? Yeah, I know. You've been missing it. Juicy, mouth-watering barbecue. Sauce that excites. Homemade taste. Maybe a little bit under your fingernails. Livingston's 1806 Barbecue. On the square. Sliced pork that's been slow-smoked with that 1806 sauce. A loaded baked potato. Piled high with pulled pork, butter, and cheese. 1806 Barbecue. On the square in downtown Livingston. Be ready to leave with a full belly. Second quarter set to begin here at Livingston Academy. Inside the Wildcats' den, it's 21 to 9. Wildcats lead, or 21 to 6, excuse me. Uh, Wildcats lead the Cobras. It is third and nine for the Livingston Academy offense from the Cobra 27. In the backfield now is Bowles with uh, Coffee. Bowles now on the left hip of Coffee in motion. Brody gestures to him, now takes the snap, drops back, looking, might have a man, but he's under pressure, takes off, gets a couple blocks, Coffee's going to pick up the first down and more, at the 25, the 20, inside the 20 to about the 15, over there on the far sideline, and again, David Ledbetter, you just can't talk about it enough, he brings such a different dynamic to this offense. Well, now you now for White's Creek, they've got to worry about the pass and the run, last week, Travis County just worried about the run. They didn't care anything about the pass. They just put everybody at the box to stop the run. But now, with Brody back, you have to worry about the pass and the run. First and 10 now from the Cobra 12 after the first down for Brody Coffee in this offense. Coffee back there with Bowles once again. He's got Bilbrey out alone to his left. He's got Hughes and Parrott, I believe it is, out there. Uh, no, Will, excuse me, out there to his right. Doesn't matter, though. Hands off Bowles. Bowles. Fights down to the 10-yard line and unfortunately is going to be ankle tackled by Jay Sean Robinson or he might have found the end zone. Yeah, it's a good open field tackle right there. It's kind of a shoestring tackle. The Bowles started out at the middle, cut it outside. Linebacker grabbed him by the shoes, but a gain of four right there. That's all you can ask for. Gain four yards and a cloud of dust here. Second and seven from the Cobra nine, under 11.20 to go in the first half and a 21-6 Wildcats lead. Coffee here in the gun again. He's got Bowles directly behind him. Going to send Hughes and Bilbrey out to his left. Now he gestures uh, Bowles out to his left hip, and he's going to throw again into the end zone. Underthrown. Bilbrey nearly came up with it, though. Had to try to get his hands under the football and across the grass and just came up about three inches short. A little quick slant there to Daniel Bieber. He was open. They're not, they don't have a safety in the middle of the field, so those slants will be there all night. Brody just a little bit little bit low on the throw. But, but first game jitters maybe for Brody Coffee. He'll get in a rhythm. It's 21-6, though, third and seven from the nine, which is very important to point out. A first down can be achieved without a touchdown. This is not an and goal situation. 
Coffee gestures the running back out to his right. Now it's an empty backfield. He takes the snap. He looks to throw to the running back out there. Hits him. No. Beautiful deflection there by William Simpson, who I'm not going to say came out of nowhere. I saw him heading over there, but I just didn't think he was going to get there in time. Well, Bowles motioned out of the backfield, and nobody followed him out there. The receiver took off on a streak, and there was nobody there. But that linebacker, he made a beeline, and it looked like he got a piece of that ball. The Wildcats certainly have a kicker in Dylan Watson, so why not take the points right here? They'll line up for the field goal from the nine-yard line, about a 19- or 20-yard field goal here for Watson, and he'll get it off just barely, and it is good. I wasn't entirely sure that was going to clear the blitzers. They had they had good penetration right up the middle, but he got it up in there high enough to get it over their hands. So that makes it 24-6, the lead now for Livingston Academy over White's Creek with 10.45 to go in the first half. It's game time. Is a sports injury holding you back? Tier 1 Orthopedics and Neurosurgical Institute provides state-of-the-art care close to home. Board-certified sports medicine physicians to get you back in action. Don't let that shoulder or knee injury keep you on the sidelines. Tier 1 will find and correct the source of your pain, getting you back to the field, court, or golf course. Stop the game and make the call, 526-9518. Tier 1 Orthopedics, Tier 1 Urgent Care. Visit T1Institute.com. 10.45 to go, first half, it's 24-6. Wildcats leading the Cobras of White's Creek, first and 10. Well, it's a kickoff, so of course it's first and 10. Sometimes you got to admit your own uh, just lack of <laughs> complete understanding there, ladies and gentlemen. It's a big, that was a big possession for Livingston. They just give up the big kickoff return for a touchdown. Uh, they get the ball in, in, in positive territory. They, you don't get the touchdown, but you do get points out of the drive. So you, you answered their score. Watson set to once again kick off from his own 40-yard line. And back to receive it once again are Hooten and McKinley. Be a good time for a touchback right here. Don't give him a chance to kick and take another one to the house. <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking. Watson will boot this. It's going to come down at around the seven-yard line. It will be Hooten who fields it, and this time they will get to him. No, he breaks a couple tackles, gets to the 25, the 30, and finally brought down at the 34, but, man, i got to be honest with you, for a six foot 290-pound guy, kind of slippery. Or 190. 190. 190, yeah. 190 uh, for a 6'2", 190-pound guy. Yeah, made a, made a good hit on him right there, but he just bounced off that and kept going. He's a, he's a tough, tough athlete. So it will be Cobra's first and 10 from the L.A. 30, or from their own 34-yard line, excuse me, 24-6 to 6 Wildcats leading White's Creek here at Livingston Academy with 10.35 to go in the first half. I believe next kickoff, let's kick it away from Hooten. He's a, that's he's a that's what I'm thinking. Athlete. Like, if nothing else, put it in McKinley's hand. 
Mark your calendar and join UCEMC for their 85th annual meeting Saturday, September 9th at Catessa Farms. Come enjoy great door prizes and a sit-down meal. Registration begins at 9 a.m. Business meeting begins at 10 a.m. It's your electric membership co-op. Let your voice be heard. UCEMC's annual meeting Saturday, September 9th at Catessa Farms, 780 Dixon Springs Highway in Riddleton. A delicious meal, great door prizes for registered members, and insight into your co-op. UCEMC. It's a man right at the line of scrimmage, and he's immediately brought down. That's Hooten, who will get a gain of one if he gained anything. I don't have a 14 on my roster here. I don't. It's a good-looking run by that number 14, but I don't have his name on the roster. Well, would love to give him the credit. 9:50 to go, second and 10, again from the Cobra's 49-yard line. So just on their side of the 50. And Pierce again in the backfield in the shotgun. He's got 14 with him, and now he'll gesture the running back to his right hip, sends the tight end to the right side as well. He'll have one wide receiver out to the left, two out to the right, won't matter. Hand off to the running back, who is just going to dive forward for a yard, 50-yard line exactly. It's a little bit different tonight than it was last week. We making the tackle, hitting them in the backfield, and they were falling forward for two or three yards. Tonight we're hitting them, and they're falling right where we hit them at. Certainly last week that would have been a gain of about three, maybe four. Exactly right. Uh, number 14 there looks like he's about 175, 80 pounds. Last week we were trying to tackle 230-pound kids. That's exactly And six foot two, three, four. We were trying to tackle Pierce is what it really comes down exactly. to. You look at – you look at Pierce, he's 6'2", 230. That's about the size of the running backs last week as he'll hand it off again. No, fakes it. Finds the tight end in the flat, and he'll find the first down, 45-40, inside the 45, and the 40 down to the 36-yard line. And that is a first down, finding the tight end, Jayshon Robinson. 6'4", 270. And that's, a big, that's a big boy trying to tackle right there. I believe that's one of the guys you and me were talking about in the pregame. Uh, they list him as a defensive end and a halfback. Yeah, he's, he's right in front of the quarterback playing a little halfback position. They just slipped him out of the backfield there and got him the ball, and he run over a couple of wildcats to make the first down. Pierce takes the shotgun snap, hands off to Antonio Glenn, and Glenn gets inside the 35 down to the 31. It's a gain of five there for Antonio Glenn. Good-looking possession here for White's Creek. They're answering Livingston's drive. You know, get a couple of first downs, get a little momentum going. 7.50 to go, first half, second and five now from the L.A. 31. couple guys on and off here for White's Creek. Pierce will remain the quarterback. He'll send two guys out to his right, one of which is Deontay Nolan. On the other side, it's McKinley and Marcus. Four, so four wide receivers, one running back, and Pierce in the shotgun. Pierce looks to take the snap, a handoff again to 14, 14 at the 30, lost the football. He lost the football. Livingston Academy gestures that they came up with it. Let's see who comes out of the pile with it. Waiting on the call. Claps here by L.A., though. And I believe they're going to gesture for White Hat. Waiting on the official call here. I believe, they, I believe they say White's Creek recovered. I believe White's yeah. Creek held on to the possession. They did. Livingston Academy really thought they might have had that one. 
a good job there to pop the ball loose. Just I think it ended up right back in like an offensive lineman's hands as he fell on it. I believe that was Trey Coleman that put his helmet right on the football and it popped straight up in the air. Either way, White's Creek now with the football. He'll have Hooten and the running back 14 in the backfield. Now sends the running back out on a wheel route, hands off Hooten. Hooten jumping forward to the 25, inside the 25 to the 23, and that'll be a first down for the Cobras. And starting to think this is going to turn into a one-man show if White's Creek is going to do anything. Well, Pierce is a good-looking quarterback, but Hooten, he can do it all out there. And he's wide receiver, kickoff return, running back now. Pierce again with Hooten on his right hip, and we're going to get a timeout, Livingston Academy. I like that call there. 6.36 to go, first half, 24-6. The Wildcats lead White's Creek. It's game time. Is a sports injury holding you back? Tier 1 Orthopedics and Neurosurgical Institute provides state-of-the-art care close to home board-certified sports medicine physicians to get you back in action. Don't let that shoulder or knee injury keep you on the sidelines. Tier 1 will find and correct the source of your pain, getting you back to the field, court, or golf course. Stop the game and make the call, 526-9518. Tier 1 Orthopedics, Tier 1 Urgent Care. Visit T1Institute.com. Livingston Academy 24, White's Creek 6 here in the first half with 6.36 to go. It's first and 10, White's Creek from the L.A. 24-yard line. And David Ledbetter, we were talking about it right before we went to the break there. I love this timeout from head coach Matt Hauser. That's a good timeout. They've, White's Creek's got a good drive going right here. Got three or four first downs here. And basically just besides that one pass play to Robinson, just been running it. Four, five, six yards at a time. and It's a good timeout by Coach Houser there to give his defense a break, talk to him for a second. They've played well right up to this point. So can they – it's one of those bend but don't break kind of moments right here for Livingston Academy. Can you cause a turnover? Almost had one moments ago. Or can you turn this into a situation like you had in the first quarter where they drove all the way down but clearly don't have a guy they trust to kick a field goal so you force them into a fourth down situation and come up with the stop. Pierce will be in the shotgun. He'll have Hooten on his right hip and 14 behind him. Two wide receivers out to his right, and somebody jumped. It is going to be offsides on Livingston Academy. believe that that was uh, Adam Richards, the man in the middle there who came across. Make it first and five for the Cobras at the L.A. 20 or excuse me, the L.A. 18. First and five at the L.A. 18. 24-6, Wildcats leading with 6.36 to go in the first half. The handoff hooting out of the backfield. He's trying to fight through some tacklers and won't do much, maybe a yard if that. It's a good gang tackle there, defensive line. They didn't get penetration there, but they stood the offensive lineman up and, and stopped him for maybe a yard gain there. Second and four for the Cobra offense now at the L.A. 17-yard line. Hooten will leave the field momentarily. He subbed out, and that's good news if you were an L.A. defender. Pierce in the gun. will have 14 in the backfield with him. He'll have one wide receiver out wide right, two to his left on the short side. 
As Pierce looks to take the snap and hands off. 14 going to run with a blocker ahead of him in Robinson. And he has not only stood up, he has taken backwards. And I believe it was began by Seth Smith, though a gang tackle was ensued. Good tackle there by Seth Smith. Stood the running back up. Uh, kept him short of the first down. Looks like it's going to be about third and two here. Good, good gang tackle by the rest of the defense. Five and a half minutes to go. Ticking under that now in the first half. Third and three for the Cobras at the Livingston Academy 16. So they gave him forward progress of a yard. Not entirely sure he deserved it, but he got it anyway. It's a big third down right here. Pierce in the gun. Now, if you're the Cobras, you know you've got two downs here more than likely. See what the L.A. defense goes to. Pierce takes the snap, hands off Hooten. He's going to find the edge on the right side. Hurdles a man at the 10. Fights through tacklers inside the 5 and finds himself at the 4. And we've we've said it all night, but that might be proof that he is an even greater athlete than you thought he was. That's a sports center highlight right there. He looked like he had about a 40-inch vertical as he, he jumped over the – uh, looked like it was uh, Braden Story over there. Braden Story coming in to make the tackle. He just leaped over him. Cleared him by a good foot or so. And now it'll be first and goal from the L.A. 2 for the White Creek offense. Pierce uh, in the backfield with the running back 14. Of course, out of the gun. You hardly ever see anybody go under center anymore. Takes the handoff. No, keeps it himself. That was a really, really delayed reaction there. I'm surprised they didn't lose the football. What they did lose was yardage. As brought down in the backfield was Pierce. That's a good – he had me faked out. I thought he had yeah, it off what the I'm 14 saying. Like, I mean, it kept was, it, but it's a good job by Seth Smith, the linebacker there, made the tackle on the backfield. Yeah, wonderful job there on the fake. Again, I'm almost surprised they didn't lose the football. I'm surprised he was able to get it back from the running back. It was very deep in that process for him to pull it out. Either way, second and goal from the L.A. three-yard line after a yard lost for the Cobras. Pierce again in the gun. He's got the halfback Robinson in front of him and the running back behind him. And this time, L.A.'s defense is going to indicate they moved because the O-line moved. White Hat will confirm, but it seems as if L.A. is convinced that this one's going to be a false start. And the White Hat will agree. False start on the Cobras. So back them up. It's second and goal from the eight. I don't see Hooten on the field. I believe I'd have him on the field every single play. He's if he can be, an athlete. If he can, if he can stand to be out there, he'd be out there for me. They do have Jay Sean Robinson on the field as a halfback, and as we pointed out, uh, quite a large human to try to bring down if they were to get him the ball. Six four two seventy. Right, they now, can move. He can move. Pierce in the gun. Takes it. Hands off 14. 14's going to run behind Robinson over to the left side. And again, finds himself inside the five-yard line, back to about the two or three. But it will make it third and goal. So he gets the yardage back from the penalty, but loses a down in the process. Third and goal from the three for the Cobra offense. 24-6. to six. Wildcats lead the Cobras with 3.40 to go in the first half. Cobras trying to cut into that deficit. That's Davion Hooten's back on the field here for, for Wides Creek, and he'll line up in the backfield. Hooten back there with Pierce and the mysterious Mr. 14.
A handoff, and it is going to be easy for Hooten, untouched into the end zone. That was a huge hole there by the offensive line. There was nobody within four yards of it. So drove a semi-truck through it. 24-12. And, of course, anticipating the Cobras going for two right here to try to make it 24-14 and a 10-point ball game. 3.15 to go, first half. And, again, the Wildcats now lead the Cobras 24-12, pending a two-point conversion attempt by White's Creek. That was an excellent drive by White's Creek. Started at their own 40-yard line there, just methodically. I think it was one pass play to to Robinson there for about 20 yards. The Pierce in the backfield, and he's going to be taken down, sacked there by Trey Coleman on the two-point conversion attempt, and he came up a little gimpy as well. Yeah, Pierce is limping off the field here. He got spun around there by a great open field tackle by Trey Coleman there. He got spun around there. I believe he may have twisted his ankle a little bit. So Hooten in the White Creek offense denied another two-point conversion, meaning it's 24-12 to with 3.15 to go in the first half. Wildcats lead the Cobras. Mark your calendar and join UCEMC for their 85th annual meeting Saturday, September 9th at Katessa Farms. Come enjoy great door prizes and a sit-down meal. Registration begins at 9 a.m. Business meeting begins at 10 a.m. It's your electric membership co-op. Let your voice be heard. UCEMC's annual meeting Saturday, September 9th at Katessa Farms, 780 Dixon Springs Highway in Riddleton. A delicious meal, great door prizes for registered members, and insight into your co-op. UCEMC a failed two-point conversion leads to the cobras being down by 12 to your livingston academy wildcats with 315 to go in the second quarter and back to receive the kick are carson parrott and daniel bilberry for la it's a big possession right here for livingston see if they can answer white's creek score here if you can March down the field in three minutes right here, get a get a touchdown or get a field goal, get some points going in halftime, you get the ball coming back out of halftime. Waiting on the kick here from what is really, you got to call him uh, the entire White's Creek team tonight. Davion Hooten has been just about every positive thing that's happened for the Cobras this evening, and he will kick off here from his own 40-yard line, and he will do it from the uh, far hash. Yeah, he does it all for them. He's a he's a really good athlete. Three fifteen to go. Wildcats leading 24-12. And Hooten now getting ready to kick off to Bilbrey and Parrott back there to receive it. And it's going to be low, and it's going to bounce off of a Livingston Academy defender, and it'll be recovered by the Cobras. Went off the chest of Landon Shaw. Off the chest of Landon Shaw, and now not only will the Cobras get the ball back, but the defense for L.A. has to go back out there. Yeah, he's, he's right-handed, kicks right-footed, but he was lined up like he was going to kick it left-footed and just kicked a missile right at the Livingston Academy front line, and they didn't have time to get out of the way. He just bounced off his shoulder pad, and they White's Creek with a recovery. So White's Creek with another chance here, 3-12 to go first half, and they could possibly get this down to – a one-score game before the half. Pierce in the gun. In the backfield with him, he'll have McKinley and the mysterious Mr. 14. 
He'll send two wide receivers out to his right and one to his left. None of them are Hooten, worth noting. I think I've seen Hooten jog off the sideline there. Jester's the running back in motion. A handoff now to McKinley, and he will barely make it back to the line of scrimmage as Pierce handed off. Another, another good penetration there by the Livingston Academy defense to get in the backfield, make the tackle, and tackle him right where they, where they hit him at, not letting him fall forward. Clock will go under two minutes and 45 seconds. Second and 10 from, their, uh, from the L.A. 49-yard line for the Cobras of Whites Creek, who trail by 12, 24 to 12, in fact, here in the first half. Putin back on the field in the backfield. With Pierce. Once again, out of the gun. Now he gestures Hooten in motion out to his right. Fakes the handoff. No, gives the handoff to 14, who will plow forward for about five yards. Had him stopped in the backfield. Seth Smith with great penetration there. Just couldn't make the tackle there for a look like a loss of two or three. He just broke that tackle and gained five on it. Third and five now from the L.A. 43-yard line. Give credit to Pierce as well and his running back. That's about the third or fourth time I've been heavily faked out. They are very good uh, at that kind of exchange play fake. Yeah, he just sticks it in the belly, reads the defensive end. If defensive end crashes on the running back, he keeps it. If he defensive end stays out, he just hands it off. Shotgun snap, and now he hands off Hooten, and this time they're going to get to Hooten before Hooten can get any kind of steam going. He'll fall down at the line of scrimmage. Makes it fourth and four for the Cobra offense. Good another good penetration there by looked like Gage Hoffman was in the backfield along with uh, Adam Richards. Both of them good penetration there to make the attack. And with the fourth down upcoming, Cobras are going to want a timeout to talk about it. Understandable. One fifty-five to go, first half. Fourth and four, Wildcats leading twenty-four twelve. Cobras with the football. When's the last time you had some really good barbecue? Yeah, I know. You've been missing it. Juicy, mouth-watering barbecue. Sauce that excites. Homemade taste. Maybe a little bit under your fingernails. Livingston's 1806 Barbecue. On the square. Sliced pork that's been slow-smoked with that 1806 sauce. A loaded baked potato. Piled high with pulled pork, butter, and cheese. 1806 Barbecue. On the square in downtown Livingston. Be ready to leave with a full belly. 155 to go in the first half. Livingston Academy here at home inside the Wildcats den leading 24 to 12. Ball in the hands of the Cobras though it's fourth and four for the Whites Creek offense from the Livingston Academy 43. David Ledbetter after kind of a fluke play there on the kickoff that gave the ball back to the Cobras. A really big chance here for the defense to kind of make it a mute point. It looks like they're lining up to punt, but they've got Hooten back here to punt it, so I wouldn't be surprised of a fake right here. It is interesting. They've gone for it several times on fourth down in this game already. Not sure why they would line up trying to make it look like a punt when I think most people in this stadium probably think Hooten will run this football. He's back there far enough, though. Low snap, and he does take off. He's got a hole. And he's just about going to get there. Came up about a yard short. What a job by the L.A. defense. 
Looked like he, was, he he actually faked punting the football and then just took off running with it around the end there. But good good pursuit by the good discipline by the Livingston Academy defense right there. Nobody bought on that fake. It didn't look like just a matter of hooting speed versus your pursuit. And the LA pursuit won out on that one. So 147 to go in the first half. A beautiful stop by the Wildcat defense to give the ball back to Brody Coffee in the offense with a chance to score one more time before the end of the half. That was a big stop right there. You've got, you got good field position. You're at your own 40 right here. You've got uh, two timeouts here, so be a good, good chance to punch one in right here. Hughes and Bilbrey out to his right, or left, excuse me. Will Brown out to his right. Shotgun snap, drops back. Under pressure, he's going to overthrow his intended target in the flat. That was Bowles. And he was just trying to get rid of the football as unblocked it seemed coming through was Kayan Taylor. That was uh, somebody missed a block on the left side right there. That's a that's a big man coming through there too. Just pounded on Bra- uh, Brody Coffee right there. Taylor listed as at six three two seventy five. Large human. It's a very very big man. For reference, folks, and I don't often admit this, but for reference, I'm six foot four and two hundred eighty pounds. So imagine if I was coming through the offensive line. 142 to go. Second and 10 now. Coffee once again in the shotgun. Will take the snap this time. Hands off to Bowles. Who just finds out how difficult this defensive line is. Maybe gained a yard. I'm going to say between the two tackles right there for for Whites Creek. Looks like there's about close to 600 pounds right there. First and 20. Wildcats 24 to 12, and the wind has picked up so greatly here all of a sudden at Livingston Academy. The tent is flying, doors are going open and open and flying open, and people are now flooding out of the stands. 